So, Could you? Yeah, now, wait a minute. Think about what? What if he did that and made it, and there was a little residue in there, and then you two guys go out and you're cruising around. Doo, 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 this is the best, and land and they drug. forgot a bag or something. Yeah, a little residue <laughs> in the carpet. Check. Yeah, drug dog comes out. Uh, Mr. Vinden stole uh, uh, in this panel. Yeah. We found this, and uh, oh my uh, gosh! Uh, oh yeah. Cavity uh, search. Oh yeah. <laughs> Stuff. Yeah, we were seeing some of the comments on this stuff, you guys. <laughs> All right, we're up. We're running. Where I are think. we? What are we? What, what platform? What? Where are we? What year is it? I don't What's know. What's going on? I don't know. I gotta turn up some volume. Where's the volume on my? I iPhone? think David liked my uh, post on beards. That was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love memes. Check check. Nope, that ain't it. Check check. I, nope, that ain't it. I know this check, boxer. Check, check, he check. changes boxing, does boxing. Bigger brute guy, and he started growing a beard. And I sent that to him, and I was laughing so hard. I was sharing people before I sent it, and somehow I recorded me laughing when I sent it. <laughs> He's like, "It's bad enough I read this, but I gotta hear your check, <laughs> your your butt laughing about it." <laughs> <sighs> and it was like classic. Yeah. I think we're locked. I should have that as a as <laughs> the uh, ring tone. Mike laughing. Oh my gosh! Yeah. He's like, it's bad enough you sent that thing to me, and then to hear you laughing with other people before you sent it. Well, I think we're live. Except I can't hear myself in the headphones. Well, we're live on, on Periscope, and I have to be a little careful there. I yeah. forgot. <laughs> hello, hey, hello, Norway. All right, well, I'm dropping my volume. Bear with us. We're getting set up here. I thought we were ready to go. I wonder why I can't. Uh, What's wrong? Can't hear myself in the cans. Everything you guys are fine, just myself. But huh? Hello. Check. Hello. I think we're all right. Is this it, or is that me? Is that you? That's you. That's me. Whoa! Don't hit the eject button, Mike. There you go. All right, we're good now. All right. Okay. Stop doing that, and you're gonna ring it in your ears. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good now. <laughs> oh, welcome to 2017, yeah. everybody, yes. where we act like this is our first podcast. <laughs> wow. Ah, uh, oh. well, thanks for joining us. 2017, the first podcast of the new year, right? Wow, where's time go? I know. It's. Oh. I mean, it really feels like we haven't been in here forever. Actually, it has, huh? Well, join us today in studio, Mike Coolins. Hello. Uh, crazy Canadian up there in the cold, Andre yeah, Russo. Good, mo- good morning. <laughs> and back once again after a long hiatus. We thought he was gone. Yeah. We thought he was in deep Jail depression. Or something. <laughs> we didn't know what happened to him. The great David Vindenstol, all the way from Sweden. Hey. Hello. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Oh, doing good. Trying you, to survive in the cold. Uh, 
you know, honestly, there for a while, I know things were, were rough in, in the rules and regulations, oh, yeah. and I was Reading texting and texting and texting and nothing, nothing and nothing, and I oh, was yes. really starting to worry. I was like, I, was I think David really went into some deep depression and has uh, buried himself <laughs> in a hole. I didn't know what happened for a while, but finally you got back to me and you know was telling me what was going on. We'll talk about that yep. in, a little bit later, but uh, yep. so everything's good, and you're alive. That's that's a yep. good thing. I'm still good. Still here. He's a whiz. Uh, I don't even know where to start, Mike. It's crazy, crazy uh, weekend. Uh, first thing I want to mention, and I'm going to spoil this surprise for David. I hate to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, our good buddy, Frank Debos, which is uh, Swiss Freak on the forums. Uh, I talked to him a lot on social media, text back and forth. He made us some really, really cool gifts right mike yes. and you might have yours in your pocket yes. right thanks so much and Frank. what it is it's a 3d printed memory card holder and not only did he just print it off but he put our names Customized on one it. side and on the other side he put our social media uh, handles on it so like yours is m oh. coolens and david there is one on the way for you i I don't know, you know, it's going to take a while, and Andre's was about two, even though it's a nine-hour drive from here, it was about three weeks behind ours, <laughs> and I was trying not to spoil it, but finally I was like, forget it, I'm, I'm tired of waiting. Yeah, it should be here anytime soon, though. Okay. It should be good. Yeah. yeah. So you got uh, one coming. And, I mean, for something so simple, and Mike, I was so excited, like, I got yeah. him, like, this is the best idea. It this was. This is fantastic. It was. Thanks again, Man, Frank. that's going to be so awesome. Frank oh. is awesome. Yeah. He is, because... He's actually on Periscope with us right now, so we can all say... <laughs> oh, hey, Frank. Thanks, Thanks so much. Frank. Thank you. I don't know how it looks, but it it sounds awesome. Well, Thanks, we Frank. we worked with him when, at Flight Fest, and I had the pleasure of actually meeting him and talking with him, mm-hmm. he was a great guy. Yeah. I am so yeah. glad we got to meet we, him. We really like Frank. hang out with him a little bit. Um, and thank Thanks again. This is pretty cool. Now, I don't know if this is good or bad, Mike, um, but I posted it on on Instagram. I think's where I first put <laughs> it on there, and it kind of just blew up. And I had a ton of requests, like you guys need to sell these things. Now, I don't know if they want them personalized or if they want the FT After Hours logo on them. I don't know. And I was like, uh oh, this could be bad. Uh, so. I don't know what to do about it, you know. Uh, Frank, you might have to uh, fire up your printer and uh, <laughs> maybe do a few more. I don't know. But it was everybody seemed to really like them. So thanks, Frank. We yes. appreciate it. Um, Thank you. So did everybody have a good Christmas holiday? Did anybody get anything that flies or anything over the break? Do anything? Anybody? I know. I Okay, I'll, I'll start because my wife – refuses to buy me anything that flies for Christmas. She already told me years ago. She was, really? Um, yeah. She's like, I'm not buying you any toys or airplanes for Christmas because, for one, I'll probably buy the wrong thing or you won't like it and we'll return it anyway. And she goes, two, you just go out and buy whatever you want anyway, so forget it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't ever get anything fun to fly uh, for the holidays. But mm-hmm. you, Mike, did you get anything? No. Nothing? A little bit off topic, but my wife was thoughtful. She got me a... a it's a laser gun that you practice, and it's like the, it's called a laser light, and it's a gun that you can get used to trigger pull, and it has a target, 
and as you shoot it, it saves what you hit, and then you can display it, and then it reset it from where you're sitting. Really? But what's really neat about it, and I just bought it, is you can get laser bullets to fit your actual gun. Really? That you're firing in yeah. the field, and you can get comfortable with the trigger pull and stuff like that using your own uh, firearm. Huh. So I've, I've been messing with that. I saw it about six months ago. Yeah. My aunt had it. And my wife, of course, has a, you know, remembers things and actually listens to me. I'm like, <laughs> she claims that I do. So yep. she did good. And uh, I got that and been using that. In the house. It's nice because you can target shoot in your house and, <laughs> and weather like this. America. And, America. And, uh, and uh, save on a lot of ammo. Mike, Mike what happened the last time you were messing around with guns in a house? Yeah, yeah I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Did nah. you blow out a window or Maybe something? Maybe that's why she bought the laser <laughs> option for <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to go there. I, I again. recall that you blew out a window or something, I think, right? No. Uh, that I was with a 12 gauge. A 12 gauge? Yeah. <laughs> In the house? Yeah, I don't recommend that for Woo! anyone, for sure. So. I bet that was loud. Maybe that's, uh, now that you said that, I bet that's why she bought me the <laughs> laser like, object. Yeah. Like, he'll only blind himself. He won't kill himself with this. So. Wow. But, the yeah. most American thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. See that squirrel in the tree? Forget the window. We're getting the squirrel. <laughs> I gave my dad some air conditioning in the wintertime. <laughs> oh, oh, Mike, you're fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know we were going there. I didn't but, either, oh, but wow. I just reminded me when we were we were over there, like, yeah, see that window there? I blew that thing right out. <laughs> I go from the inside, you. <laughs> <laughs> the brick brick stopped it on the other side pretty well. Though. Oh my gosh! Uh, oh, it's getting hot in here. Ryan. Uh, well, how about how, how about how about you guys? Anything cool or anything? Oh man! Wow. Let me start here. Okay, I guess okay, I'll yeah. go. Try and settle down. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I got a little charger. <laughs> Does it have a gun attached to it? <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, okay, yeah, so I've been having an issue trying to charge my my little 1S uh, batteries for the Nano. So um, I now have one of those um, Sky RC Blue uh, MX uh, chargers, so I'm looking forward to seeing how the uh, 1S packs actually survive um, the you know the the cycling and everything because I just found with my other charger and I know we discussed it was a connector potential that the connector is doing too much resistance but I don't have to rip apart a bunch of batteries and change everything over to the heavier connectors so mm-hmm. it, it, uh, so I'm giving this thing a shot. And so. that's kind of like a, I don't know how to put this, like a knockoff of kind of like the yeah. high tech one. It, how's, yeah. it, how's it working? Is it seem pretty so good? Far, it's Real really good? nice. It's got a, you know, the controls are really linear. So you can set the, you know, I can set the, the charge to, you know, 0.2 amps, which is exactly where I want to go because I don't want to fast charge these. And I don't, you know, and then I can charge four of them independently. So um, yep. the biggest thing I'm going to do is I've got the little extension cables because I don't like how the batteries sit upright. Uh, that just, to me, it's, it feels like I'm going to knock one off and damage the connector or do something silly. Um, so I'm going to put my, I've got the uh, the balance tabs or the balance wires. So I'm going to put those on so and it'll be, 
perfect. It's got a you know it's got a nice bit of weight to it. It feels like a proper piece of kit. So um, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to putting out through his paces. And I do have on order, and I did break down. And uh, after watching Martin fly around, uh, I did buy order an Indoctrix. Oh, nice. Yeah. I. Uh, well, what what sold it on? Like the Nano flies, and you're you, you're right, Chris. And you told me you went up and down. And you told me left and right, and. Um, it looked like it flew better, but what got me was the 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 low light uh, uh, the low light on camera. the camera working a lot better. So Martin's there on you know we're doing a little Skype call together because we're, we're we're playing around some equipment, and uh, he's like, hold on, I'll go upstairs and I'll show you just how good this is. And he goes upstairs and, and it's dark and he can still see. Whereas I know mm-hmm. if my nano, I turn yep. a corner into a dark oh, room, yeah. and I'm done. Yeah. Right? So I just said, okay, I cool. can't believe you got one. That's awesome. I was this close to buying you one didn't with get Pat- one? Patrick Hines that day, but you I didn't. didn't get one. Oh, no, Mike, no. you're missing out, buddy. I know. They, they are fun. David, do you have a tiny whoop or an inductrix or anything? No, I do not. Oh, uh, what is wrong with you? I know, right? Like, you're at home, my, working my at home. Crazy. Coffee break, <laughs> man. Fire that thing up and go. Yep. Oh, I, so much yeah. fun. My house is so big that I won't get reception. Oh, come on. <laughs> we know better. He's flying a baby try through his house. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, if he flies the baby try. You know, and that's the thing, too. I'm kind of like that a little bit where, Andre, you know, I, I, you're like, well, how is it? So I try to explain it to you. I give you the good points, the bad points, and I'm like, it, it really is way better than the reg- the old school, you yeah. know, Nano QX. And Mike, after you were at my house oh, and man. seeing it firsthand, that you were blown awesome. away. But it. really, until you see it or, or realize it, you know, with the better camera and it being smaller and it has better range and you can fly in tighter spaces and you know what I mean? It's hard to justify it until you see it in person. Yes. And <clears throat> I apologize to everybody. I've been really sick. And I, <laughs> last night I was not feeling good at all. I was a little nervous. And I've been pumping and pumping and pumping the allergy stuff. And I hope the voice doesn't go away. We're going to give it the best effort. But I apologize allergy in advance. Allergy against what? What's that? Allergy against what? Did I say allergies? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. See, I'm, I'm It's pumped. more like sinuses and it's, cold. I got a I cold. Uh, okay. I got a cold. Yeah. So you're allergic to snow? I'm allergic to <laughs> absolutely. I'm allergic to snow. This weather is horrendous. Oh, it's six degrees Fahrenheit. It's perfect. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday it was minus one. You know where you walk out and your nose hairs freeze. The wind chill was like negative. Yeah. Easy. So Fred, you can go stick it up your butt because <laughs> I don't care if it's twenty nine or thirty <laughs> degrees down there. You know, I'll take it because it's minus one. But oh, hope- he's on Periscope. Good, good, good. <laughs> But honestly, Fred, I hope you're out hunting and you're freezing your butt off and you don't see anything today. So <laughs> I should be making the fake snow so here Fred, from Paris. Fred was out hunting hogs, I guess, yesterday. Oh, yeah, awesome. Chatting. My buddy's going to Texas to hunt, do a oh. hog hunt in February. So that yeah. I would love to join So on I that. was joking with him a little bit. I said, did, hey, I'm on my way down. You know, it's minus one up here. Did he get one, do you know? I don't think so. You don't know? Yeah. So. He says he's at work. Oh, he's at he work. Picture he had a hoodie on because yeah. he said he was cold. Yeah, I'm like oh. really? Oh my gosh! I told him I said it's minus one. I, maybe I better break out the coat and the hat and the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I was out brushing the snow off my driveway and I could feel my face uh, no. cracking. <laughs> it, was, it was a little chilly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, David, did you get anything cool or fun or for Christmas? No, not really. Not really. Nope. Yeah, you're like nope. like me then, huh? All right, yeah. no cool guns to shoot in a house or anything. 
not really, no. Uh, I did get a trip to um, Italy, though. I heard about that, and I want to talk about that in just a minute. But first, no first, I don't, I'm going to do it. I, I don't, don't think I, uh, I'm doing it anyway. All right. So, Mike, we kind of, I kind of threw you under the bus a little bit here this morning. A so. lot lately. <laughs> so, guess what? It's going to be Andre's turn. Oh, good. Uh-oh. And this is kind of funny, and but I love you, Andre, so hopefully, you know, we're good buddies and we're tight enough and it won't be <laughs> oh, too bad. Oh, I know where you're going, and this was awesome. Now, if, if anybody follows Andre... <laughs> And like I said, oh, everybody so loves Andre. He's, yeah, our, he's everybody's exactly. favorite Canadian. How could you not yes, love Andre, yes. right? But he definitely likes to post a lot of stuff, right? Oh, everybody oh knows Oh, my it. gosh. And lately, as everybody and, knows, there's a lot of 3D printing And I was on. like, oh, come on, Andre. I, I mean, I had the feeling myself. And when you said others were sharing yeah. this feeling, I'm like, oh, boy. Me, personally, I like it because I like to see what you're doing and the what I do like, Andre, though, is, you know, you post the stuff that you're making, but what's I like about it is also you're posting stuff when things go wrong. So I think other people can actually kind of learn about it. Like, you, you know, you were printing off, um, uh, well, you can talk about more later, but different parts for your new printer, they're supposed to make it better. And then you were having issues with it bumping off the sides and this and that. So it's a Definitely a, well, a, a even, learning process. I noticed process. this morning him and Dave are like clicking because yes. they both have one. I think the problem is I don't have a 3D right. printer, so I can't relate Correct. to everything that they're right. posting. Mm. So, but uh, it's, you have to have that interest there, yeah. I think, and it helps a lot. But what was funny, Andre, and I'm not going to blow anybody <laughs> out of the water, but some of the real close, tight-knit flight test people were kind of making fun of you a little bit on, on your post. I kept getting class. I kept getting things that were going... Andre posted another 3D printing picture again. Somewhere a puppy just died. <laughs> so I'm just sitting in the house, you know, doing my own thing, and then boom, something would pop up. Well, a Labrador retriever just died. <laughs> Two minutes, five minutes later, well, Border Collie just died. I just, it was kind of funny, Andre. Oh, that's classic. <laughs> <laughs> but only only the tight knit yeah. flight test guys yeah. are going to harp on you like that. It's just yeah. like how we get on on Fred all the time about Instead things. Of bell rings and but it did <laughs> it did make me chuckle a little bit. I oh thought it was kind of funny. They had a whole list of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. The hundred and one Dalmatians are in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get every one of them, I think, before it's said and done. Well, you know what? Like last night, I was printing away, and I said, "Oh, the heck with it! I'll fire up the webcam. We'll got we'll get a YouTube stream going." And people were there for four hours while this thing printed. You're kidding me! Questions and everything, and wow. I, I thought it was hilarious. It's almost well, it is another hobby of itself. It too. is. I mean, you got oh, it is. Picking. It is. You, you, it's the. It's you're going down a rabbit hole doing this stuff, uh, and it's because you learn so much, and you need to retain and take notes so you can have that consistent you know delivery um but i'm having a world of fun and hey it's like minus whatever outside so why not yeah and uh, i i can't blame you i know if i had one and with you know, we're I getting can't even organize weather. my basement with this weather how am i going to do a 3d printer uh i'd probably be right there with you now since we're on the subject though now that you bought one it's the i believe it's the a8 right is that which one yes. you, okay and you had to build it put it together uh, learn everything, buy another program. I just want to know a little bit of what were some of the struggles and problems, you know, because obviously you just don't get this, throw it together, turn it on, it just starts printing. It doesn't happen. 
Yeah, it, there's. It took me about eight hours to build, and I did it in one night. I think Jeez, we, we had guests over, and they left at like eight o'clock, and I just started building. And the most, the longest part of this whole thing, when you're building one of these, is peeling the protective paper off the acrylic. Is <laughs> after a while, it's infuriating, but you get really good at it. <laughs> you know, you start ripping the stuff off and going, and you're wiring it. You're following their their their. They're really broken English uh, oh. uh, videos online, but it, it still worked. And and it was funny because the, there was a whole group of guys uh, that that uh, there's like this inner circle of 3D printers now that I get to play with, and we're just going away. And I'm asking questions and I'm looking at the videos. And we, we had a live little chat thing going on, and it was all night. And we were just built and built and built and built. And I'm like, I got to you get to a certain point. And you're like, well. I'm ready to actually do – if I keep going a little bit longer, it's actually going to work. But there's also a point where you know to stop so you don't, like, electrocute yourself. So, um, but this Can you one back is, up a little uh, bit and describe how that looks, like the, the 3D printer, how it looks, what yeah, the design is? Yeah, so, so this is the um, – well, this is going to be an interesting little description for me to actually verbalize this. So the it's an ANET A8. Uh, so that is uh, – it's basically a Perusa – yeah, per. P-R-U-S-A or Perusa uh, Mark One clone. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, it's a the the head sits on the Z-axis, which is vertical. Um, so yep. I'm not sure there's a lot of different ones, but the bed does a lot travels on a uh, horizontal plane, so back and forth, and then the 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 print head itself can go up and down, and then left and right. Um, and basically, okay, uh, so the print head goes the the portal goes up and down. Yes. Yeah. The, okay. the, so sorry, the, the uh, yeah the, the bed, bed, doesn't the bed move. just goes backwards and forward. It doesn't have any left and right movement. Okay. So so it's really exciting to watch it when it's doing a complex print like the the wing because all three axes are going and it sounds so cool. And then you know it does a quick turn and makes a little zip sound right because all the all four motors are going. And yes, it does. So it does have four motors. So one driving the bed. One driving the uh, the uh, the the head to the left and right, so that's the x-axis, I believe, and then two on the z with screws and and um, so it's actually there's not a huge lot of 3D printed parts on it. Um, it's mainly a really nice black acrylic frame, and it stands pretty tall. So when I did my I did the IKEA enclosure thing, which is two lac tables stacked, and I actually had to make uh, I actually had to print off extension pieces to get my to get the vertical height to uh, clear so it's uh let's see what did i print first the probably some of the very first prints i did were um for the nozzle on the cooling end of it and uh the very first one i printed with 100 percent infill and well that was wrong <laughs> and that meant that the inside of the cooling fan vent was was uh solidly filled <laughs> oh useless yeah. right so i'm like ah well okay it should be zero well i did it and what happened over time is I think the heat got to the element and it would slowly slip and it started whacking my projects. So I'm like, yeah, get uh, rid of that one. So then I went and I found a half-shaped one. So it's like a C instead of a full circle or with a notch. It's a C-shape. Well, the problem with that was I was putting so much air flowing them through that I was actually cooling the head off really aggressively. So you could see almost like a 10-degree drop in the head temperature as soon as the fan turned on. So now... I backed that back off to like 50%. So it's been a really awesome learning experience, actually. Can you describe, the, like, how how does the 3D printer work for the people that don't know? Sure, 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 sure. So I'm working with PLA, 
which is a, I guess it's a sugar-based or, uh, yeah, sugar byproduct. Starch, yeah. Uh, material. And it comes in spools and it's, you know, it's a couple millimeters thick of just, it's like, it looks like a wire, right? And on the end of the print head is uh, they call it the hot end. There's a there's an extruder, extruder, <laughs> and that will go from anywhere from 200 to 230 degrees Celsius. And basically, there's a gear drive um, that pushes the, the the material through the the extruder and the heating and out to a little tiny four millimeter uh, tip, and that is being pushed down onto a bed. And the bed is either heated or or not, depending on your application. Um, I use a little blue painter's tape, and that seems to keep it stuck down pretty good. And from there, the application um, basically drives the printhead in what direction in, in all the three axes to create an object. Um, it's like a so. precision hot glue time. gun. Yeah, a precision hot glue gun. That's pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all motorized. That's exactly what it is. Uh, it's, it's funny. It's a two-dimensional printer, but uh, like because you only print one layer at a time, and then it moves down and starts on a, another layer. You move up. Uh, mm. Up for you, down for me. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, because hmm. my bed moves downwards only, oh, and the yes, whole print yes, head yes. moves. Okay, great, 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 great. Understood. Huh. Neat idea. Well, the same. The concept's the same, but it's just yeah, yep. a way of driving it. Um, so I, I've I've really enjoyed it. I've learned a couple of quick things. Like early on, um, I was you know I, I tell it the home, and then you go do a print. And because I'd done the home already, the head was really low on the z-axis, so it would actually double tap the uh, the limit switch right and get a false reading and it come across and. It'd be, it'd start, you know, running the head right across the bed, you know, and I've actually got to mm. drag it. I'm like, no, stop, reset, reset. So I, I, I started writing all these notes about, okay, here are my startup procedures, you know, okay, heat the bed, heat the tip, raise the Z axis up, you know, to like 70, you know, bring it way up. That way, when it does the initial home, when it's ready to go, it's not switching. And it took me a couple of tries to figure out what was going on. And I'm all like, oh, no, have I done something? No, 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 I'm resetting the Z. And, of course, as soon as you muck with your Z limit and everything, then you got to go re-level the bed. And there's all these things I'm learning on the fly and just, just soaking in. But uh, as I, someone asked me last night, you know, it, it's uh, – it, it scratches yet another technological itch. And even my kid, uh, James, was on a course this summer and got into it and came home and he was talking about, oh, we had this little maker box and I was able to print these little characters. So so he's, he's got a whole wish list of Minecraft characters that I keep blowing oh, cool. and, and killing puppies with. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Let's just see if the guys are still listening to me. And, you know, the crazy thing is, David, you remember Flight Test had like a really early version of a 3D printer, like even before most people even knew what they were. And you got to mess with that for quite a while and print things yeah, off. Yeah, I was the one that ordered it. Oh, you were the one? Okay. Yeah. So um, from that, which was what, probably two, three, four years ago, somewhere around there or three, I don't yeah, know. Till uh, yeah, it has to be almost four. Four years. What's four. What, What's the difference from then Till now, what's what do you, have you seen an improvement in what they're doing? Print speed, mostly. Print speed, okay. And price. Yeah. Oh, definitely yeah. price for sure. Yeah. That's it, really. I like you get more accuracy. 
and the speed. Yeah. Like and, you can get very fine details. Right. And don't you think where it seems like now they're coming out with a lot more different materials you can print? You know, one, exactly. one printer yeah, head can print. Yes. Of different ones now. Uh, so I've even seen now they got a kind of like a carbon fiber type thread out now that you can print off carbon. Yeah, it's stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. It's stupid. Oh, man. Like, because you don't get any extra strength hardly. And oh, is it cosmetic? Not really. It's just just a name or, like, oh, people okay, want to – there is carbon fiber in it, and it uh, it wears down the uh, nozzle You're a no lot kidding. quicker. And you don't get any extra layer adhesion anyway. Hmm. So the part is only – slightly a bit stronger in one direction or two directions mm -hmm. uh, but you still get the layers so if you bend it it breaks anyway mm, gotcha that's uh, stupid absolutely stupid for the price it's like 10 times the price not mm. really but yeah it's much more expensive wow so what do you guys think though down the road i mean I know we talked about it a little bit too and more extensively with patrick on the last podcast but really since 3d uh print lab if if sent these planes out and then you know it's kind of getting out there it, it's exploded i mean the 3d printed quadcopter stuff's been out for a while but nobody's really kind of tackled the plane stuff and now that the plane stuff is coming out it's just opened up like the floodgates you know yeah, do you think cool. do you think yeah. down the road that some of these bigger manufacturers might say uh you know here's a here's a plane that we design this is what it is and the blah plans. blah blah yeah Here's give us fifty bucks. Here's the plans you can print it yourself. You think that's possible down the road? I'm not sure. I don't know. Why? Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. Nah, no, probably not. No, no way, huh? Hmm. Nah, not no way, but not big companies. Not bigger Small companies. Yes. Yeah. Small, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. uh, and then our own abilities to design stuff. It's just going to get easier and easier and easier. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the first wing section I printed for their the 3D uh, print la uh, lab prints Spitfire, and I'm just it's. Is just, that the green material we saw? Yeah, that's the green one I printed off last night, and you know that was my first test. I had a couple. I had a bed lift issue, so I've uh, I've got a stick of glue sitting around my desk for the next test so I can try it out. Um, I'm just uh, like the rib working they put on the inside, you know, and the and just the, their ability to... I could never 3D design. I tried it, and I just... I never had the patience, right? So to look at this and go, wow, someone conceptualized this, then figured out how to put it into a CAD program, and then actually made it work on the printer, you know, and it's... Uh, a lot of it's, work there. It's, in, yeah. it's impressively strong for what it is, and it's just one section. And like Patrick said in the last our last podcast, as you put the pieces together, the, the overall strength builds. So I'm like, wow, this is going to be so cool. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, like uh, over the – was it over the – Ah, late this week or whatever, I seen even like a guy now is printing out uh, his own DJI Mavic clone. Yeah. <laughs> I know, saw that. Uh, yeah, the shell and everything. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it really looks, it looks just, just like, like different it. colors. Obviously, obviously, it's not yeah. a Mavic, but, you know, you could print it out and put your own stuff in there. On. Yeah, because it is a good flying platform and it's foldable. And so, yeah, the possibilities really are just completely endless on this. It's, mm -hmm. it's, and I'm, I'm just kind of sitting back, you know, watching, learning, you know, eventually I, I'm, I know I'm going to end up getting one. And I've been talking with with frank a lot about it and he gave me a lot of websites and and videos to watch on youtube and everything i'm probably end up he he has that um printer you were talking about andre the the mark one or 
Yeah. And, and uh, Mark II's got the auto leveling bed technology and everything, so that's yeah. pretty sweet maybe, out of the box. Maybe maybe he does have the Mark II. I can't remember, but anyway, I was on on the website looking at them, and uh, I think that might be one I've been might get so but they're a little pricey yet not bad compared to what they were but still i think about 700 bucks yeah so all right this was a lot less so this is why it fit my uh oh yeah absolutely spectrum i'll be honest though just from what you've been doing and the quality and everything i'm for what you paid for that thing i would highly highly impressed with it yeah so no complaints there all right anything else or we'll we'll move on a little bit if anybody had any other questions or anything about it. Nope. All right, David. Um, what yeah. <clears throat> funny thing <laughs> was uh, along your your hiatus where I thought you were dead and buried in a ditch somewhere and didn't know what to do or who to call, a Facebook post popped up of you. Uh, it looked like it almost looked like um, – uh, Mythbusters in Europe. You know, you're yeah. in this big garage. You <laughs> yes. got your work suit on, and on. yeah, and this giant glider. I mean, they couldn't thing even is fit in the frame. Huge, yeah. of the picture almost. And you're talking about you know long range FPV and blah blah blah. And I'm like, what is oh, he doing? I what's know. going on? So I, you know, I reposted it everywhere, and then I think it might have been a couple days later. You actually sent me a, a link, uh, emailed me the link. And I'm like, okay, I feel so much better that he's I alive. know he's alive. <laughs> exactly. You know, it may, you know, it wasn't Chad's basement, but somebody the other, you know, somebody else's garage. All right. So what the heck are yeah, you doing? Us in. Okay. So first of all, why I don't answer your text? I, I know why, but go ahead and tell I have it. an Android now. Oh, you and, do? Oh. What's wrong oh, with you? Oh. <laughs> Since uh, Apple released, I was I saved up money to get the iPhone Seven because mm-hmm. I had the Five forever, right? And it was starting to pop because the battery went dead. And uh, anyway, um, and they released it, and it didn't have a stupid headphone jack. Yes, uh, I'm like, oh, okay. So, yep, I got an i uh, an Android, and it's fantastic. Once you get <laughs> to learn it, it's. It's fantastic. And it was like a third of the price. Wow. And better performance. But, yeah. Um, so that's why I don't get your <laughs> iMessages. Oh, man. I got to share this with Chad. He's Mr. Mac. I and I'm, gonna, I'm telling him you got an Android. He's going to flip Yeah, I know. Uh, and the friend that I went to in Italy, he's also a huge Mac fan. And he's like, Ugh, <laughs> what kind of thing is that? Do you have a disease? But yeah. I, 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 oh, so, okay. Anyway, I went to Italy to visit Giacomo, and he's a friend of mine and Chad's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was actually Chad that in, uh, introduced me. Okay. He's a really nice guy. He went over and was uh, on a flight test episode, actually. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, has yep. glass. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool yeah, you guy. Met him two years ago. Yes. Again. Yep, yep. Gotcha. All right, continue. <laughs> Yep. Um, yeah, so he's a very Italian guy, mm-hmm. typical Italian guy. Um, I got inv- invited over there. He, um, he, got a, he got a spare apartment that uh, I got to stay in, and he has this huge workshop because he has a YouTube channel where he makes things mm. now. He's a maker, mm-hmm. and it's called Jacko Whatever, if anyone <laughs> want to look that up. And the workshop is just amazing. It's huge. It has so much stuff in it. Uh, it has every kind of tool. And, oh, it's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a dream. 
uh, and he he been like first time I was there. He had this plane in a box, and it's a Pulsar 4000E, mm-hmm. which is a four meter glider, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and it was sitting in the box, and that was like three years ago. Uh, and he like bought it a year before that or two. He wanted to do really, really long range FPV with it. Like it was around that time where everyone always and only wanted range. Mm-hmm. Like everyone just wanted to go as far as possible. So he wanted to go a hundred kilometers with oh, it. Oh my gosh. Uh, but the plane is so freaking expensive that mm-hmm. he didn't dare build it or fly it. Um, so enter David. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accepted, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I asked about it because it's a one, like one of my favorite or like, uh, I really wanted that plane mm-hmm. like forever, yeah. but I would never buy one. Right. Like it's way too expensive. Um, so I asked about it and he's like, Oh yeah. Uh, do you want to build it? Like, yeah. <laughs> so we made a uh, made a build video out of it where we made a the ground station, a really fancy ground station, and I built the plane uh, to fly it and show off the ground station. Uh, it's a huge plane. It's four meters. I think like, it's enormous. It doesn't sound a lot. It's big, but it's huge. Yeah, absolutely huge, because it's it's really hard to handle like move around Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's no space for anything because it's a high performance glider yeah the fuselage is still the same size as the uh, radian or even smaller wow (laughs) and it's all it's carbon fiber fuselage uh, Kevlar nose and the the plane itself or the wings are balsa, but every single little um, former has a thin carbon strip all around it. Jeez. And then it has a D box of Kevlar carbon uh, blend, and everything is just absolutely gorgeous. And it has a monocoat that's uh, red and it's all see-through. Looks absolutely fantastic. And it's a... uh well, it's a, um, what do I want to say, rudder and elevator and spoilers, correct? That has ailerons this way. Oh, it does. Okay. Well. All yes. right. So it's a full house, mm-hmm. um, f- uh, full moving tailplane, mm-hmm. or like um, yeah. there's no elevator. The whole right. um, stabilizer moves. Uh, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It has a 21-inch prop on it. So it's like two 21-inch prop. Oh, my Yeah, and it's 21 by 9 or something. Oh, my <gasps> gosh. That's like – wow. It is – yeah, it's like two spoons. Like Two really. spoons. <laughs> so when you, go, when you go climb it, you go almost 90 degrees. You go straight up with it, and you use full power or nothing because wow. it's so inefficient using it because it's so big. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to fold it as soon as possible. You want to get up to altitude as quick as simply possible. So you launch it, then go full throttle, and then 
just 90 degrees straight up, turn off the motor, and then you glide. So really, like people bef- um, in like even now, for that matter, but they use a switch yes, for the throttle. Motor switch. Yeah. You don't need a the throttle stick. You can use that for a camber and stuff, mm-hmm. which is what you use on discus launch gliders. Yes, as well gets you really fine control over stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can use the throttle for a better thing. So. Yeah, just a switch, more or less. Right. I didn't have it on the throttle for this one, though. But, yeah, we can move it over and have, if you don't want to use a head tracker, you can use that stick in programming. You can switch between the two. and So you can move around the uh, the camera without having a head tracker up and down, left and right, mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Yep. So it has FPV on it. OSD um, long-range system and everything. And I had to put those in the wings. So I had to cut the oh. the monocoque uh. of this with electronics, like with just flying without FPV, it's probably two thousand plus dollars. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I remember looking at those years ago because I wanted a giant glider, and I'm like, no. So you mentioned getting an apartment. How long did you stay there to build this beast? <laughs> two Roughly. weeks. That's what I was gonna guess. But, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't spend two weeks just building this. Sure. It was a couple of days. Uh, but, I mean, it was a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Because you want to fit everything in there, and you want to get it right. You don't want to rush it. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. Man, that's it's huge. And it's really cool because it was a, like, I don't want to say boyhood dream. But, yeah, I re- ever since I started flying gliders, this was the glider I wanted to fly. Uh, yeah, I agree. And, oh, it's awesome. So you go out, first time, and, like, there there was, in in the manual, there is no throws. <laughs> like, it doesn't spec anything. Oh, you're wow. kidding. Like, no, uh, not even the hole that you're supposed to put the uh, push rods, like, in the... Uh, and the control, control horns. horns, yeah. So is that something you, you just have to dig around oh, on the gosh. forums and find, you know, some other some people? Some ideas yeah. that work well. I searched around this particular model. I couldn't find too much about. Um, they upgraded it, so it's called something else. But, yeah, I looked around a little bit. But I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'll just guesstimate. It's <laughs> and you fine. hate to guess it's, on something with oh this value. Gosh, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, that value. It's fine. That. I mean, even if you get crazy throws, mm-hmm. like the glider is so big. It's not going to do much. It's not or, like it's going to roll over inverted real quick, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. As long as, uh, yeah, it's not going to do too much. Rolling is the worst thing. Yeah. Like the rest, I mean, the rudder doesn't matter if it has way too much throw. It's just right, yeah. don't move the rudder as much. Right, right. So, yeah, first flight. I'm like, I don't know, I'm a little bit nervous. It's uh, I didn't think too much about it. I was just concentrated, and I tell him to throw it. Okay, no, wait, uh, I, quick question. Now, yes. something, you know, you put that much stuff, time, effort, all the electronics set up for FPV. Now, my question was, tell me you didn't just, like, go out and go, okay, here we go, you ready, throw, or did you did you do a glide test or anything with it first? I did do one glide okay, test. Okay, okay, now I feel a little bit better. I, I, all I right. did, yeah, you feel a little bit better? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I did do one glide test. Okay, one, yep, we're good, let's like, go. Uh, it was it was like fine. It was like you can't feel too much. He didn't throw it properly either. Uh, he never thrown a yeah. glider, 
So but it, it went up, stalled, went down, and oh, I landed. It kind of uh, little bit too hard yeah. for my oh, case. No. I'm like, yeah, I'll just go for it. Yeah. Uh, and like just as he throws it, I realize this is a very expensive glider. <laughs> I don't own it. <laughs> I'm sitting here on the sticks. It's nice to see him nervous yeah. for a change. Yeah. <laughs> then it's just, yeah, uh, throw it and then use the throttle. What was wrong? Was his throw angle wrong or something? You said he didn't ever throw a glider. What's a, t- a helpful tip when throwing something like that? Oh, good question, Mike. When you throw a glider, do not throw it upwards at any angle at all. Oh, really? Throw no, it absolutely goes... straight or actually down. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yes. Because most of them, when you happens... hit the power, they want to climb anyway. Yes. Lift um, is not their problem. But when no. you do the glide test, if you throw it upwards, yep. you're just going to go into stall. Yep. Makes yeah. sense. So, yeah, you go very easily into the stall and then you just, yeah, yep. it plops down and, yeah. It's, it's not good. But yeah. if you throw it even downwards a couple of degrees, you gain some speed and you can glide a lot yeah. further. Sweet. Yeah, remember, Mike, on the Radiant XL, somebody stalled it, remember? Hmm. <laughs> Broke a prop. I don't remember <laughs> what? that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dang it, that bus hit me again. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, these are tips yeah. I did not know, uh, and now I think I'll, I won't ha- that won't happen again. <laughs> yeah, any plane you should never throw upwards, like, ever, uh, unless you have a crazy amount of power, but then you don't have to throw it anyway. Yeah, right. But, yeah, top tip, okay. never throw a plane Well, thank upwards. you for that. That's great. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> throws it, and the elevator throws way too much, and the ailerons... Are, I didn't have enough differential, oh. uh, so it was dragging mm-hmm. and it was uh, yawing a little bit uh, when you use the ailerons, get adverse yaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just uh, went around, landed it, uh, tuned it like a little bit, like, yeah, took maybe a minute or two, threw it again, and it was completely perfect. Like, everything was spot on. I mean, yes, except I didn't try the... Uh, the spoiler, not the spoilers. It's flaps, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, and I set them up because I, I really wanted this thing to land. So they're 90 degrees. Wow. They're, they're straight down. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to balloon a little bit. So uh, I threw in some uh, down uh, elevator in the mix and didn't think too much about it because I was flying around. Uh, it was... Well, a couple of degrees plus Celsius up there. Mm-hmm. It's up in the mountain, and but it's so still. It's completely still, so it's nice and warm in the sun. Didn't find too much lift. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I flew over. There's a farmhouse next to it, next to that field, and I had a black roof, so got oh. some stuff there. And some birds were chasing me, and it was fantastic. Oh. One problem is. That the wing is so thin mm-hmm. that you have to fly the plane at good altitude, otherwise you won't see it when you turn it. And it comes at certain angles, it just disappears. Really? Oh. It does. Oh. The trailing edge on that plane is so thin. The like they have a carbon strip mm. at the back. Mm-hmm. So the it's literally like two millimeters or like a millimeter and a half thick. 
oh. trailing edge. So it's super efficient, but like it goes away and you just like, uh, I uh, want to see that. Yeah. That is the absolute worst. <laughs> yeah. You're like, ah, just, and when it's out there, you're like, ah, I hope it's turning. I hope it's this direction it's going at the moment. Like when you turn it and like look around for a little bit, see if there's any other lift, and you're like, uh, I wonder which way it's going. Wow. There's like, because it's so thin. Right. You, like it looks the same. So you wanted to get it up to altitude, like as soon as possible. Yeah. Because that's what it's made for. It's a big, it's a big glider. You shouldn't right. just fly around at like a hundred meters. Yes. You wanted to get it up there. Uh, but otherwise, it looked good. It wasn't mind blowing. Huh. Now the, it was kind of sad. I'm like, that, I could just fly a radiant. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, it, you know, something of of that nature, that type of sailplane I've wanted for so long, but I'll probably never, unless I win the lottery, ever buy something like that. So my question is, couple things. Like, do you think is it worth the money? You know, because I have a mystique, and that to me was a lot of money and, and to you know and I don't even fly it that much cuz I just cuz I do have a lot of money in it but it's great flying airplane I've never really had any problems or with it but going from say like the mystique and uh, the reason I'm bringing that up Davis cuz you you flew it also so you got time under the sticks and now you're spending over you know it's over two I know it's way over 2 grand on something like like that is it worth it to you do you see any major you know, benefits or big, uh, you know, benefits to something like that? No, not no for me. No kidding. Wow. For competing, yes. Yeah? Um, because the airplane is so big and you have such an efficient airfoil with a thin um, trailing edge. Mm-hmm. And like, it's all very aerodynamic. Like, it's crazy good. Everything is just super polished and as good as it can be. And since it's so big, you get up to better altitudes where the thermals are larger. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, you have more energy and you have a lot easier a time to get the uh, – to use that thermal. So you get a lot – it's much easier to get more altitude from a the, lar- the higher up you are in that thermal. Right. Is it something like I'm a – my analogies would be like a high performance sports car. Like if you put me in a high performance sports car, I'm only going to get so much out of it because I can't drive where the crap. But if you put a professional in it, it's going to be night and day better. Is it kind of the same way with the plane? I don't think so. No. Like I really, yeah. Cause it's, uh, I mean, you, yeah, you're, if you're going to compete with the radian versus this, mm-hmm. this is going to win pretty, uh, yeah, pretty good. But it depends on what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah, if you're going to compete then get the best stuff you can get, but if you're going to go out and just fly, yeah. This was not more enjoyable than the Radiant. Okay, my other question is, I'm a huge proponent of the three-channel sailplanes cuz I think they're easier to fly. You don't have to mess around as much with them. They kind of self-right. Was this something like you know, most uh, aileron sailplanes I found is you got to keep your eye on them and fly those babies and try to you know keep them level. Where with the three channels, I've noticed you can put it up in the air, even with the Mystique, and set the controller down and let it go. You don't have to really fly it, you know, constantly. 
You had to fly this pretty, uh, yeah, you had to fly it, but it wasn't crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I have the uh, uh, the Multiplex Easy Glider. Yeah. That was a lot more work than this, because it does have polydihedral. Mm-hmm. So the uh, each wing section tilts up more. Okay. Uh, the ailerons are mostly there, yeah, to keep it flat. And you use the rudder a lot. Oh, but okay. But you can't turn just by the rudder. It will, like, it won't turn flat with just the rudder. I gotcha. And then I take it, too, with the ailerons, help with the, the full setup, you know, if you're using the camber or crow and all, you know, the yes. full house stuff. So you, you kind of have to have ailerons for that stuff. Yeah, Reflex, you kind of do. You know. Um, but, yeah, it's mostly, like, you can keep the wings flat during turns mm-hmm. and that's more efficient right. with uh, catching all the thermal lift and that. Correct. Um, so yeah, it depends. Like my discus launch glider feels twice as good flying around than this to me. Wow. Easy. And I don't have that much money in that glider mm-hmm. that I have. It's still, I mean, a discus launch glider is really expensive if you get a good one. Yeah. Um, I, I would, I would get two of those instead of this. Wow. That kind of makes me feel better. Cause I've always wanted, you know, a big ship like that. I'm like, man, I'm never, never, I know. you know, cause that, oh. is that in the category of, uh, like some of the, uh, cross country ships? I mean, being oh, that size. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It's, um, high performance F3 B J. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't either. Wow. I think it's multi uh, purpose mm-hmm. as well. I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, you just use the uh, air pedal in the front to get it up to, al- to altitude and just glide forever. Wow. It, I mean, if you use that prop, it slows down. Like, I, you can use it as an air brake. I bet. Land. I bet. It's crazy. <laughs> it's t- and it's, it's just so, ticking over. Yeah. It's so inefficient running it when you're flying level. Wow. Because you don't go faster, and you think you're not using any power, mm-hmm. but you're drawing as much power the, as you do climbing almost vertical. What size pack does that thing take? Uh, he ran a 3S3000 in it. Oh, uh, really? 5,000, I mean. 5,000. Still. Okay. Still, yeah, three cell. That's uh, not bad. Yeah, three climbs. That's it? Three climbs. I was yeah. wondering... Um, uh, because you were talking about keeping level, doesn't FPV help a lot with taking making it level as opposed to line yes. of sight? It's not like you were doing a lot of line of sight flying. Yeah, I mostly did the line of sight, and he was doing the uh, FPV, and we tried it flying at FPV. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a lot easier to keep it level, and uh, yeah, just gliding in general is a lot easier when you fly FPV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you do um, any long-range missions then, I guess, or am I jumping ahead here? No, we just okay. flew it around. We got maybe two kilometers, and that was it. Okay. Uh, we didn't want to push it at that point. Yeah. But, yeah. You have to get comfortable with it. Like I would fly that thing for 10, 20 hours before even going like far out. And oh, I really? attenuators on the... Uh, the video transmitters, I get a little bit, like a tiny bit of um, transmitting power. Mm-hmm. So I know where the dead spots are when I turn and mm-hmm. all that. So I know exactly what the plane would do because I, 
I mean, you don't want to lose this. Is, is that his goal? Is that his goal down the road now that it's built? Do you think? I mean, is that something yeah. he's going to do then? Okay. That was the. That's the plan. Okay. At least, and it has the gear for it. Um, a more a higher gain antenna for the uh, the record flight would be it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not sure he will do it ever because I mean it's so intimidating. Yeah, and. I can attest a little bit to that, not at that level, but, you know, I have the uh, FMS or the Rock Hobby uh, glider and had that set up for FPV. Mike, you were out there a couple times, I think, when I was flying. Remember I crashed, (laughs) augered it into the ground a couple times. But anyway, I set that up for FPV and was trying to do some, you know, FPV thermal flights. And, yes, it was fun, but it was I guess more nerve wracking and I only flew it probably four or five times, but it definitely was more nerve wracking and not as relaxing as just sitting down in the chair and throwing your glider up and cruising around. Cause like you said, David, I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure, you know, how the FPV was going to go or if it was going to have problems. And, you know, as soon as I get a little static, I'd freak out a little bit and like, ah, that's it. Turn around, you know, or Dave's commas can be. Yeah. And so, I, I guess I kind of see where you're saying, you know, you might want to get quite a few hours under your belt and, and learn the system and what it's going to do. And especially like where you're flying, you know, something like that. You probably, OK, today we're going out this far and then tomorrow. OK, we'll go uh, 30 feet more. You know, yeah. <laughs> just keep pushing yeah, that wall. I would do that a barrier. log like, and do a map. You print the area so you know exactly your safe distance and the landmarks and everything. I would take this a lot ser- more serious. Yeah. But I, I still haven't gave up. I, I'm probably going to get rid of the rock hobby glider just for the fact that it, again, I, I'm resorting back to it's got a, it's a nice flying glider. It's big, but it's got ailerons and even FPV uh, and a little bit of wind. You really had to fly it where I think something like the Radiant XL for, you know, FPV uh, sailplane flying, I think would be better. So down the road, I might end up getting another one of those, put the FPV gear in there and try it again and see if, you know, I can have more fun and relax a little bit with it. And so we'll we'll see where it goes. I don't know. It was pretty nerve wracking for me. Wasn't, it was exciting, but not what I expected. Go ahead, Andre. The, and the nice thing too is uh, things like return to home modules are getting cheaper and cheaper because they're just basically your 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 run in the mill flight controller with a yeah. GPS. But you know, the, I wouldn't have any fear, especially on the XL, throwing that in there, and then if it loses single, it just says, "Okay, I'm turning around and gliding back." So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know. yeah, definitely have to go something like with the Eagle Tree Vector or something. Have it in there yeah, just okay, for backup. Actually, if you go Vector, you've got no no concerns at all. So and you know, I just hate relying on the I, technology. I oh, uh, I agree. I completely agree, David. But it's that it's that fail safe, fail safe. You know, so when 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 everything has gone bad, you still got at least one ace left up your sleeve. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit more money to lose when it goes wrong. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks like I do. Yeah. <laughs> more money. Uh, no, it's just uh, I flew the Radian, the normal Radian with FPV out of Chad's. Mm-hmm. I remember um, that. And I put the uh, last one down, the trappy uh, variometer in it. So you have that over the uh, uh, audio channel. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, it's so much fun. And, you know, I mean, there's not a lot of money in that setup at all. So there's no fear. And since it's a three-channel glider, I just put pan 
on the rudder stick. Mm-hmm. So you can look around. That's that's it. There's no. It's so simple. Yeah. If the variometer dies, it doesn't matter. Like that. Um, there's nothing that can go wrong. I hate having OSDs. Yes. With that, that or I don't even own an OSD. <laughs> <laughs> there's some of the OSDs. They're they take the signal in and then they take the whole signal and yeah. put it out again instead yeah. of just overlaying. Overlaying it, yeah. So if the OSD dies, you don't get any signal. And I've had that. I mean, yeah, I don't trust. There's too much stuff going on anyway. So right. It's good to start simple and then maybe adding. I don't yeah. know. I'm just against it. Now, see, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm on the fence. Like, I want the technology for backup just in case, but I hate all that garbage on there because it's just it's more stuff that can go wrong and i don't i don't like it I even had a couple emails uh, some people asked us hey what kind of flight controllers are you using what kind of osds and i was like most of the time i don't even use an osd i don't i don't mm-hmm. like the garbage i don't want it you know the only thing i do like is maybe something for voltage with your battery so you have an idea where you're at and the big thing with you know doing the sailplane fpv like everybody's done you know, flying the tricopter, your race quads, or, um, you know, Andre, you with the mini arrow, you're in a smaller confined space, you know where you're at, you know your surroundings. And even just like, it was funny, because when we were all down to Chad's that day, Andre, you remember this, and Wayne had his glider like way up there with the radiant. I'm like, oh, wait, let me get the phantom out. I want to go up and get some shots. And like, I shot up there, you know, and was looking around trying to find him. And then poor, poor Chad took the little alien and fired that thing way up there. And he was like, it was very intimidating because you get up there and look around, you're like, I I don't know where I'm at That's or what's what he, going on. I was surprised to see him that scared because yeah. he did. He got like, he's David, like, oh, God, this Chad, is too hot. Chad got really <laughs> nervous because I ain't going to say, but we were, according to the the uh, Phantom, we were way up there. And Chad was at the point where he's like, I'm not sure where I'm, I'm not at. comfortable with yeah, this Yeah, he's like, I'm coming back down. He brought it back down pretty quick. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's interesting. And, and that's the thing people don't realize. And I, I know for a fact because – I remember back in the days. And who's more familiar with that area? Exactly. Chad. Exactly. <laughs> like when, yeah, when Chad gets up and goes, ah, no, I don't think this is good. Oh, but sorry. That's all right. I learned a long time ago on my own experiences getting a pilot's license when you're out doing cross country stuff and getting lost and not realizing where you're at and things don't look familiar. So I know that feeling. It's the same way of doing the, the sailplane FPVs. And when you get up there and you get high, you don't realize how the terrain changes. And then you get into a little thermal. So now you're going up and it's blowing you somewhere in a different direction. You're in there going, oh man, this is the best. And you're circling around and you're like, oh, and then you get up there you're and like, you're like, time to get out and you look around through the camera and go uh oh uh oh where am i nothing looks right where'd the school go what road is that i mean it's such a scary feeling yeah then your sweat starts coming you're like crap i don't know where exactly you're you're trying to panic you're you're, you're circling around you're looking you're dipping the wings you know Because it's not like you can just kind of take you know, your camera and pan down, look, you know, look this. Ah, oh, so it's it's touch and go, man. You really got to be careful Familiar with that with stuff. That mapping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Oh, it's fun stuff. Oh, though. Learn though. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely. Hopefully, it's not an expensive learning. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or uh, who are we talking to? Oh, it was like uh, last uh, podcast when Patrick, <laughs> I don't know if you heard heard the podcast, David, but he, he was flying a radian, got it way up in a thermal, got out there and he's like, oh man, oh man, I, I, I'm not sure if I'm, I, I kind of lost it. Well, a regular plane come cruising by and he thought it was his radian and he's flying a regular airplane <laughs> and he's like, wait a minute, that, as it got closer, he's like, that's not the radian. That's a plane. <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was that was a pretty funny story. It made me laugh pretty good. But oh, talking about full scale. Yeah, I go ahead. A Piper Warrior for two hours. Ah, I did all my instrument training in a Piper Warrior. I know that plane very well. You've two hours, huh? Yeah, two hours in a in a row, and. Giacomo is a, uh, yeah, he has a lot of hours. He mm-hmm. can do, he can teach other people as well. Oh, he's an instructor. Uh, yes. Oh. And uh, he can fly the, the big stuff, some of the larger stuff. Mm-hmm. So I flew the uh, the Warrior last time we were there for mm-hmm. an hour. Yep. And that, oh, that was so cool because there was a Canada Air water bombing ship. Oh, really? Uh, airplane. Yeah, it was flying underneath it, us, and everyone's talking in Italian. Oh, yeah. Uh, over the radio. So it's like, ah, boopie, boopie. Yeah, boopie. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, the, and then they're like, Canada Air? I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> and it was perfectly, it was exactly the way you imagine one. Like, it was red, uh, yellow with red details. Uh huh. Yep. And it was going down, skimming the water, picking up stuff. Going around and water bombing a buoy. So oh wow! It was just practicing, mm-hmm. and got to see that from the air. It was amazing. Wow. Uh, but yeah, the the airport it's right at the sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you take off and you fly for like a minute and you're over the sea. So it's super calm air, which is very nice. Yeah. As soon as you sure. fly, it's it's a lot of what you, uh, hills and stuff. So if you go in over land, it's super bumpy. Yeah. So it's really nice going out there and cruise around and uh, fly around the little islands. And, mm-hmm. Like it was pretty pretty neat. Yeah. Now, did, how much flying did you get to do? Uh, two hours. Two. Oh, from so you, oh really? So what? What yeah, did you, you did think? The okay. What did you What did you think? What's I'm curious. It's uh, I've already flown that exact airplane an hour before and maybe 20 minutes even before that uh-huh it is fantastic airplane mm-hmm. like i really like it i when you fly fpv you get so spoiled because you have no visibility yes in a real aircraft yeah. I mean, it's i mean you're like what is this it i'm like what yeah where's the what especially like the warrior see. with the low wing with the low wing yep. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but like the engine is just there and you're so low um like and you don't i mean you don't see anything yeah uh you have to look sideways down Mm -hmm. and it's so difficult to keep maintaining altitude yeah like that's the hardest thing ever yeah 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 i can kind of do coordinated turns now Mm -hmm. Uh, that was kind of difficult before but yeah yeah you have the bubble so it's yep like you get used to that but like the stupid altitude. Like mm-hmm. I was sweating for two hours. I was so yeah. dehydrated. Oh, that's so, so concentrated. Funny. Like, I'm gonna die. I'm yeah. gonna die. <laughs> that is so funny that you say that too. Because um, 
And, and like you said, if it's super smooth though, and you get it set on whatever altitude you want and you uh, use it, you know, it's got the trim tab there in the center and you set it up, that thing will sit there all day long. But if it's rough, I mean, you're, you plus and minus a hundred feet is nothing. Like if you can keep it within a hundred yeah. feet, it's, you're doing really good. But uh, yeah, it is. It's so hard, man. It, it is. It's just you know, it's like anything else. The more time you have, and you get that butt feeling of what you're doing, like you can almost counter react it before it happens, kind of deal. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. But it's funny you said that because right after I got my license, we uh, grabbed a plane. I flew home for a little while, and my you know, of course, all your friends want to go for a ride. So I took my best friend up and cruising around. I go, hey, you want to fly? He's like, oh yeah, you know, he's Mr. Macho, you know, race motocross. And yeah, yeah. I said, all right, here you go. I just, you know, took my hand. Most people think, you know, you take your hands off the controls and whatever, the plane's just going to dive bomb into the ground, you know. So I, I see his eyes get real wide, and he grabs the yoke with, like, two hands, which, you know, you don't have to do that. It has a death grip. I said, okay, now you got to keep it here at uh, 3,500 feet. I forget what we were at. but And I said, don't let it go, you know, plus or minus 100. Oh, my gosh. It was just the funniest thing to see him. I thought he was just going to die. Like you said, David, sweat pouring off of him, <laughs> eyes focused. like. And I kept telling him, I said, don't watch the altimeter. Put your eyes out the window. Watch your horizon. Just keep that that uh, nose feel, of that thing yeah. right there. I said, and you'll you'll be, you know, and your first instinct is you just want to watch that altimeter. Well, then you're chasing it up, down, up, down, up, yeah. down, up, down. And it was just the funniest thing. He's like, this is hard. I don't know how this is crazy. <laughs> Uh, oh man but it is i've I never mean, been in so a plane fun. like that uh, really any any little oh really? my gosh two-seater it's fun it really is fun oh it is it's fantastic and I, it's it's weird i got still i was flying it but i got so motion sick uh-huh because i mean yeah because i'm a terrible pilot and it goes up and down yeah. left and right and just yeah. wobbling all over the place yeah, oh, but it's totally worth it. Absolutely, totally worth it. We were supposed to go up in a six-seater uh, version. Like it looks like the Warrior-ish, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. low-wing, uh, absolutely gorgeous thing. Piper Saratoga. Saratoga, yes. Yep, yep. Cool. Have yep. you flown one? Yeah, it, uh, nice airplane. Uh, you step up to like a turbocharger. I think it was. For, it's been a long time since I've uh, flown one, but yeah, I know which. That's a nice airplane real nice it has autopilot yep like it's it was tricked out it was really cool yeah like it looked super fancy yeah nice little airplane for you know short trips i think the one i flew it stepped up uh well you know retractable gear um yep. had a small storm scope in it which was nice and so yeah a nice airplane um we we're supposed to fly that but the week before the <laughs> a guy from the club took it out and flew to a another country with mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and was landing in a grass field. Oh, no. Uh, this is one of the Baltic uh, the countries. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, so grass field, and it was way too wet. Oh, no. So he just came in landed it and it just got stuck and oh. destroyed the airplane oh you're kidding he uh and the the other guys they they tried to get it up again mm-hmm. like they tried to pulling it out mm-hmm. and the police showed up they all got arrested what with a lot of cocaine no in the, in the car no 
Yeah, so oh, he was going to go pick up drugs and fly them back to Italy <laughs> with the plane that we wanted to fly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so, Could you? Yeah, now, wait a minute. Think about what What if he did that and made it and there was a little residue in there and then you two guys go out and you're cruising around. This is the best. And land and they the forgot a bag or yeah. something. A little residue in the carpet. Check. Yeah. Drug dog comes out. Uh, Mr. Vindenstoll. Uh, uh, in this panel, we yeah. found this. And, uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Uh, cavity search? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the snap of the glove. Yeah. <laughs> Come with me, sir. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's the title of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So maybe you guys uh, got oh, lucky wow. on that one. Holy moly. But it's, oh, my gosh, the weather there. Uh, it was 17 degrees and sunshine oh. Celsius. Oh, my gosh. It was sit, sat outside, and I couldn't wear a sweater. Oh wow! Like it was felt like early summer in Sweden. Wow! It was fantastic. How far away is it where he lives from you in Sweden? Did you have to? Did uh, you drive or fly over? No, I fly. Oh, you fly. Uh, driving fun. there would be twenty. Oh wow! Twenty-two, twenty-four hours. Wow! So he's kind of I'm taking it towards the southern end of Italy, right? No, actually, no? it's uh, quite northern. Oh really? Part. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so I, you fly to. Nice, uh-huh. which is in France, and he picks you up mm-hmm. uh, and drives an hour a little bit more uh, north, uh, south. I mean, sorry. Um, so yeah, it's pretty close to uh, yeah the uh, French border there. Wow. I always think of Europe like it's not that big unless you're going to Russia. You know, you just drive <laughs> everywhere. I don't know. It's just but twenty hours. Have you seen Eurotrip? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. That's kind of, oh, you can swim from yeah. <laughs> Great Britain to uh, swim. <laughs> it's not that small. Wow. Hey, there's one thing I wanted to ask you a little bit. Um, it's I know it's been a while since we had you on the podcast, and there's been a bunch of rules and regulation changes over there. And I talked to you a little bit through uh, FaceTime. We were You were telling me some things. Is there an update on that or what's going on with that? Uh, fill yes. us in. Uh, yeah, the last time I talked about it, it was uh, it'd been. Uh, how am I going to explain this? The the law that uh, there's a law about security cameras. Like you have to apply for a permit to get mm-hmm. a to install a security camera. Uh, most places, um, you can do it on your own property if. It's impossible to, like, uh, violate someone's privacy because mm-hmm. we have the all man's law. You can walk right. almost anywhere. Yeah, you're not supposed to be able to be filmed then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that law has been around for ages. The only difference was now was that drones were considered. By a ruling to be a fixed installation of a security camera. Oh man. Which is retarded. Right. Right. So if you wanted to go fly anywhere, that specific location, you had to have a permit, and it's as difficult to get that permit as 
permanently installing a security camera there. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's so it's impossible to get that kind of mm-hmm. uh, jurisdiction permit. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's like unless, getting a permanent license for a, a floating camera. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I can see the difficulties yeah, it, there. <laughs> it's stupid, absolutely stupid. Um, so it went through three instances. It went to the highest instance, and they still said, "Yeah, it's considered a security camera. That's uh, as a fixed installation." Oh my gosh! And everyone's like, uh, first time it went. Like in the first instance, they're like, ah, yeah, it's going to change in the next one. And then in the second one, there was just that ruling when we talked about it. And mm-hmm. they still considered it. And everyone's like, oh, this is not good. And then the third ruling, which you can't overthrow. Mm-hmm. Like that's the highest that's instance. It. Yeah. And they're like, yep, that's it. And everyone freaked out. Right. And that's, I think, no. what we were, we were talking about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. So the whole industry in Sweden is illegal. Oh my gosh! But that's Which not is, that's not just Sweden though, isn't that like all part of Europe is doing oh, that? Oh no no, this no? is just Sweden. Uh, Sweden. Oh, it gets just worse. Sweden. Yeah. Oh, it gets worse. Okay. Oh, much worse. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so that's the Sweden thing. They have now the uh, politicians have said that yeah we're yeah we're changing that. That's yeah that's stupid. We're gonna exempt drones from that law. Mm-hmm. Which they can do by just changing a small thing. Okay. Um, but it takes time, so it's probably going to be in fact, um, like, probably around August, the earliest this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's illegal to fly anything, more or less, at this point. Not even yeah, RC line of sight stuff, or is this strictly Line drug? of sight is fine, as long line as you don't have a okay. camera on it. Okay. It's even the if camera it's not that's recording. Issue, then. Okay. Wow. What's that doing to the, uh, like the, the race quad, the FPVers, you know, do it for nothing. nothing. They're still Absolutely just saying, yeah, no it. one cares. Oh, wow. So it's, they're not really enforcing it. No, but they can use it for, uh, people flying like over Stockholm or something. Mm-hmm. Like if someone causes trouble, yeah, if there's a complaint, and they have a camera on yeah. it and mm-hmm. they can there's... pin it on that plus some other things, but they, that one is going to stick pretty easy. Hmm. I assume it's very easy to prove. Like, they go over and take a picture of the drone, and there's a camera on it. Then, yeah, you don't have a permit. Wow. Um, that's yeah. That's probably how they're gonna use it for the time being. But I mean, no one really. I mean, no police officer. There's no police in Sweden anywhere like that. You fly. Oh, really? You fly in a major city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like in America, you see a police. Uh, car everywhere like whenever you go out driving you see a police car sure uh in sweden i've seen two police cars in the past 10 years oh my gosh it's not i I can't even get home without seeing a police car on the expressway i know wow hmm i do live out in the country yeah but yeah there's like yeah there's yeah there's not many police around here huh um people still behave though we have a, I mean, I don't usually lock my house. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, you're not going to, no one really cares. You might want to edit that part out. Yeah. <laughs> David, the Vindestool does not lock his doors. Your neighbor's yeah. probably listening down the road going, ah, sucker. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, he lives out in the middle of nowhere, but has high speed internet. I'm jealous. <laughs> and a wing. That. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and an airplane um, in his front yard. <laughs> anybody a ever? Good life. Yeah. Anybody ever said anything to you about that, or wonder why it's there, or strike up conversation <laughs> with any of your neighbors about that? Not the neighbors, no. but they talk to me about it. Do they? I, I mean, people obviously talk to the neighbors that know the neighbors, but uh-huh. they talk to us as well. Yeah? They ask um, any questions. Like, yeah, people, uh, an ambulance stopped. Like, Are you serious? Hey, has there been a plane I'm crash like, here? Everybody oh, okay? Who's hurt? <laughs> but, yeah, I'm like, uh, are you looking for an address or something? He's like, no, I was just wondering about the wing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fly airplanes, and I wanted to know what from what airplane Oh, okay. So we started talking about that. He was a cool guy. So cool. I hope if I call in, I get him, and <laughs> so I get preferential treatment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you get a lot of people just asking, and some people don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just tell them it's art, more or less. Right, right. And it's really convenient to uh, when. Uh, DHL call and it's a new driver mm-hmm. and they're like oh, where do you live and you're like oh, do you know past that um, uh, place you can swim and they're like yeah I don't know yeah, maybe uh, yeah it's an old house it's a big house it used to be a school and then a commons hall and they're like yeah the airplane wing in the <laughs> and like, oh, yeah, 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 we know, right, we know right. where the airplane wing is. <laughs> That's a bright, so, bright Yeah, we slide. used to start out that. But now we just say, do you know where the airplane is? <laughs> uh-huh. like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. But that works really good. But, yeah, other people stop and they uh, – I made a post on the Swedish historical flight uh, forum mm-hmm. um, that I got it and everything, the, all the pictures, and said where it was. Some someone asked about it, so some people have stopped and take took pictures of it and posted in the thread. Oh my gosh! Wow. All right. uh, Before we move on, though, real quick, honestly, I haven't talked to you for long, quite a while. Is there anything new you're working on? What have you been up to? I know you were still tinkering around with the uh, the baby try for a while, trying to get some different settings on that to get it to fly a little bit, and you were waiting on servos and parts and oh, yeah. this and that. Yeah. So what's going on in, in your RC part of life? Uh, we're uh, The business is like, yeah, there's a lot to do every, every day, mm-hmm. do stuff with the business. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been working on too much lately since I've been running around doing other things. Um, so I'm way behind on the product development. Mm-hmm. But I have some stuff going on. So Stuff. Some stuff. stuff. Awesome. <laughs> we love hearing that. Yes. <clears throat> so, yeah, might not be too long before that stuff happens. Oh, good. Hopefully. Good. Did you get your servos in or anything? I'm yeah, still servos waiting. Okay, just waiting in. on my baby uh, try since my mini try is blown up. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Mike, there's a man, I miss my tricopter, man. I can't fly my tricopter anymore. No. What was wrong with it? What uh, did you destroy? The two motors uh, went Pretty out of much it. Everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, I really beat the thing into the ground. I, I gave him all the spare parts you gave me, and it still wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I've been kind of just uh, holding off and waiting for the uh, the baby try to get that you know flying and review that and see how that thing oh, goes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Anyway. Yes, it's a lot better. We're still working on code, like every time, but mm-hmm. the, we hit the point where it's, uh, where, like it's physically impossible to overcome every every problem with it. Mm-hmm. Like when you go full throttle and you go zero throttle really quick when you go super fast forward. Yeah. Um, if you go zero throttle, there is no air being produced, no thrust being produced by the tail servo, by the tail. Like even if you go full deflection, there is no air moving. Mm-hmm. So you don't have any yaw authority while you're doing that mm-hmm. kill. So if you're doing something really stupid at the same time, <laughs> it's like you have to have you have to increase the throttle to regain the uh, authority. Oh, okay. And if you don't know about that, it's like the first time someone flies it, it's really funny. They they're used to quads and mm-hmm. I, it's like extreme them, skidding. Go, go then full throttle, go really fast, and then just chop the throttle. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, sure. And it tumbles, and they're like freaking out. Oh, okay. Or if you're used to it, it's fine. Yeah. But it's kind of like we can't do anything in the programming about that. Huh. It's just. Yeah, there's, there's no. It's just part of the flight ca- characteristics of it, then that you can't overcome. Just the yep. nature of the beast. Yeah. Yes. So the larger ones, like the uh, mini tricopter, it has more drag on all the parts, mm-hmm. like the arms and that. So they act a little bit more like um, a control surface. Sure. Oh. It, it helps it track forward. Mm-hmm. Which is the difference? Like the baby, the baby tricopter doesn't. I mean, it's so small. Yeah. There's, it's as small as it could get with five inch props. Right. So yeah, there's nothing there. Wow. Hey, that reminds me, Mike. Uh, we were talking about when we did our little review on the uh, tiny whoops and the inductrix and stuff like that. I, I wanted to give a, a thanks to our listeners. Uh, they were listening to me rant a little bit about the the tiny whoop. Uh, you know, I have the inductrix has the regular frame on there. And after a few crashes, remember how I kept breaking and we try to glue it or whatever. Some of our listeners, man, sent us some, sent me some YouTube videos and forums and stuff on things that people are doing to help fix, you know, the, they put in aluminum shrouds or something. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one of the coolest things. If anybody and Andre, you, this is a good tip for you too, since you're going to get one soon. And, and, you're going to crash it. There's no way around it. You always, you know, you just keep pushing the limits crash? and pushing the limits and crash. Especially I know Andre's going to crash because he likes to crash. Oh, man, he's best at it. With those. But what you'll find, Andre, right around the motor, it's got these little um, plastic pieces that come around to the outside of the frame. And they're they're very small and kind of delicate. And after you smash this thing into a wall a couple times or whatever, they break. And you can glue them and glue them and glue them and glue them. And they'll just keep breaking and keep breaking. And it's not... Even mine are broke, and I just if I crash, I pick it up, straighten them out, and just keep flying. I haven't even messed with it too much. But one of our cool listeners sent me a link, and what they're doing, it's a fantastic idea, is they're getting some really small needles, like you know, probably got to go to the craft store or something. And what they're doing is they're they're from the outside of the frame, Mike. They shove it right in beside that, like um, using like a carbon fiber rod. Yes. <laughs> Poke it right through the plastic, right to the side of that arm, and cut it off. Okay, so you put the pin all the way through, or, or you could even cut it first, I guess, if you wanted to. And then just take some thread, wrap it around the pin and that little arm at the same time, and then wick a little bit of thin CA on there. Boom, instant fix. 
and they said you'll probably never break another one again. So it's just little tips like that. That's that, awesome. Uh, yes. Yeah, and people were sending me different links to like uh, different three D printed. Uh, camera mounts and angles and everything. So, Andre, there's a lot of 3D printed stuff that you yeah, can, can get designs, um, yeah. for designs. Also, you can change, you know, pull the stock uh, camera hood off of the inductrix like we talk about. There's there's files and designs, Andre, that you can print lighter canopy. I mean, a million yep. things. So, I think you'll have fun tinkering around with that too, Andre. Once you I'm finally get yours. Forward to that, yeah. And that that's a result of uh, one of my Christmas gifts was a, a local hobby store. Um, uh, gift certificates so i'm like well that just speaks where that's going yeah so, yeah yeah fun man if things are fun i i'm i'm looking forward to all of that it's uh and it's funny because i've been asked you know have you flown anything recently have you been out and someone asked me about your wing chris so we'll get to that in a minute oh, okay and i over the holidays we had two clear days mm-hmm. um and unfortunately both days i was really busy and never got to go out flying or anything like that. And even now, I just looked, and it's, you know, 20. It's gusts of 14 kilometers of wind. It's like minus 21. And I'm like, <laughs> no. Yeah, right. And I haven't flown a multi-rotor or nothing because I don't want to dump anything in the snow no. and then have yeah. to go find it and clean it, you know? Right. So it's uh, it's big planes. And when the weather's, a, it's going to take a couple more days, and I think things will stabilize again, I hope. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's why the little tiny thing is coming in. And I'm almost like, I almost need to get like a little other remote so I can throw the Nano to James and see if he wants to try and fly it. But, you know. Uh, it's uh, still. Oh, it's so much better fun. than the Nano. I tried I just, to well, tell. I know. This is, I this just this can't is it, But I looked at like I've only had the Nano for like two years, and you know it's still in really good shape. But it's I was flying it the other day, and I was going, and I'm like ah, you know. And it's it's funny how um, how quickly I became out of practice because I remember being able to fly this thing, and I could shoot some gaps mm-hmm. with it, and and I'm all like loose with it, and I'm like oh, I need something tighter. So I think I think I've just become used to. The uh, the better flight flight controls, you know, just allowing me to be that much more precise. So it's gonna be it'll be fun, and I'm gonna whack a you're gonna like it. I think it. I've got that charger, you're gonna really so like it. it'll be neat. I'm telling it'll you, you're gonna get that thing and start flying it. Mike can attest that uh, nano. Uh, you feel like an like an ace pilot, yeah, instantly. That, <laughs> like things you normally that would nano QX with, will like... go back in the box and it'll go <laughs> in on a shelf and you'll never pull it out again. <laughs> That's kind of scary because I know what I paid for it. I, hey, I'm right there with you. Well, I think I'm right we there. determined my motors were shot. Yeah, your motor, so, you wore like, yours out. I've uh, already replaced my motors on the Nano QX, you know, once already. I mean, they're only good. That's the only darn thing Brushed, with them stupid yeah. little micro brush Brushed motors. Yeah. About eight or ten hours, they're about they're done. They're toast. Well, we we know we know. I say by next season. That's my prediction. Next year, the the hot Christmas gift yeah. will be. Uh, a brush, brushless, brushless. Uh, I think I saw something yeah. online a smaller frame one recently. There are, but. but I haven't seen it. David, have you looked or seen anything? I haven't seen any uh, inductric size brushless quads. It might not have been that small. I don't, I don't think. think so. No, because that ESC has got to be. Yeah. Well, you know, now too. they can put everything on the board. That you, but still, electronics is no problem. It's just yeah. the size of that motor. Right. Getting the KV would be difficult. Yeah. All right, here's a dumb question because sometimes my brain doesn't think and I don't understand. But David, why don't they use like the sm- like the really small in runner brushless motors like they do like on the ducted fan jets, the real small ones for something like that, or do they not go that, that small? That that's the problem. They're really difficult to make at that size. Uh huh. Like 
and the KV would be insane. Oh, okay. The and you want to sp- those props are actually pretty big, like mm. the Inductrix compared to like the KV you would get out that size brushless motor. And that's what I'm thinking. I mean, yeah, it is going to be an inrunner most probably, but it's very very difficult getting. Yeah, I hope they figure it out, but I can just imagine that being crazy. Yeah, because the noise. Well, you know, Andre, what's funny is the Inductrix is actually quieter than the normal Nano QX, Mm -hmm. surprisingly. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, once you go to brushless... Yeah. (laughs) And and those KVs and that like you, yeah. yeah. His dog won't be chasing the thing because he wants to get it. He'll be chasing it because it's driving him insane. <laughs> I could be gotta, too. Got to disable that thing now. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely curious to see what they're going to do or how they're going to do I, it. I still, yeah, I still think next year that's what because I mean we're seeing we're seeing the the you know, the, the control boards or maybe they're just going to figure something out. But this has been it's been really fun watching all these boards and now like you can get full on you know the last board i saw i think it was an f3 and it had an onboard uh osd uh, video transmitter all you know powering i mean it's it's everything we fear as far as integrated technology mm-hmm. but it was so cool i'm like no way something into one board yeah but we're gonna get to the point where it's you know yeah, we don't like the integration because when something goes, it's it's annoying. But it's going to get to the point where the boards will be like you know twenty bucks, and you're going to be like, eh, replace that. You yeah. Know, yeah. If, if it pops, right? So mm-hmm. there's we're going to hit that balance point where it won't be as bad, or that the, the the fear of having integrated technology, and it's just going to get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. So it is pretty cool. It's also it like if if you're trying to keep up with everything, it's it can get very taxing and expensive. Oh. But still, <laughs> you know how. I think back in the day when I first got into, Mike, I don't know, maybe you did this too. When I first got into the RC stuff, we were limited on what we had as far as like trainer planes or beginner planes. And then you might, you know, like all of us did, we kind of stepped up and went into the Warbirds and this and that. I would spend hours and hours and hours and hours on the forums, like trying to learn, you know, what I did wrong or how to upgrade or do this or modify, whatever. But today, there is so much stuff out there, and like no matter what it is, especially with the quad stuff that's come on scene and the technology, how fast I can't keep up. I literally can't keep up with it now. And I don't know if you guys feel that way, but it's just like, oh, every time I kind of get a grasp of something, it changes or it gets better or they're doing this or this ESC is you know upgraded to this and especially with the quad stuff I physically can't keep up yeah. with it at all. The quad stuff is crazy. It seems like every month I was different than you different. coming about RC because I just went to Chad instead of well, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> he did my internet researching. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't remember going to forums and stuff like that. Oh, you did. I just used to spend hours and hours and hours. Well, just better. to learn. Just like, to learn. Hey, it. my plane yeah. doesn't run. What's wrong with it? What's, you know, I didn't even know what an e- what's an ESC, yeah. you know, and you just spend hours like, okay, the, step one, check this. Step two, check, you know what I mean? But nowadays, holy cow, you, know, you got to plug it in, plug your uh, quadcopter into your computer, pull up Cloud Beta Flare. What, you know what I, I mean? Know. It's just crazy. I think the most popular search you did was, what's the biggest motor I can fit in this plane? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. They would barely fly unless you went, like, 
full throttle from the start and hope for the best. I, they were fast. I'll tell you what, there there was a few uh, Warbirds, and I got to give it a little bit good of credit, the Horizon Hobby and the Park Zone and stuff, because there was some motors I put in there that I thought for sure these planes were going to disintegrate. And it got to the point, David, like, you know, stock, they just came with the plastic, you know, motor mounts. Well, we were ripping the plastic motor mounts, like, out of the foam. <laughs> so guys on the forums were, were making metal motor mounts, and we were modifying, you know, and then what they were doing is they were making them in different lengths. So depending on what size motor, you know, if you got this giant, huge <laughs> motor they you have to shorten the motor mount by you know 15 <laughs> millimeters so it fit inside the cow you know and then and then they're changing the whole battery compartment to put you know a giant uh three thousand three you know because even then back then most of them we only ran on three cell because four cell at the time they were either too big or they didn't fit in the airplane so we were trying to fit the biggest three cell we could in these little warbirds and you know you have to put the battery all the way in the back to get the plane to balance out and then you're trying to throw it it's torque rolling into the ground and then you got to change the down and uh right thrust you know and you're adding four washers to one side four washers to the top so it didn't torque roll it was just crazy you know i wish i knew you then oh my gosh i'm like Oh man! I have augured so many planes into the ground, <laughs> and it. probably ninety percent of them were on takeoff. Like, well, I don't know how this is going to go. Let's chuck it and hit full throttle, <laughs> spiral into the ground. Oh, Dang I, it! I wish I knew you then so bad. Oh, oh my gosh! You know, and then I had the the original. I've talked about a million times. I can't believe you hopped them up oh, like that. Mike, there for a while, I'd get the plane, pull it out of the box, pull the motor and ESC is the first thing I did. I wouldn't even fly it. Motor ESC comes out. Uh, yeah, this motor might fit in here. Let's see. <laughs> That's the first thing I used to do. Oh, man, I love it. And now, now I'm, I'm almost a complete opposite. Everything's stock. Like, I don't even want to change nothing. Well, you know, you know, you're reading the form. Well, you should probably bump up the ESC and go from a third. Ah, screw it. If it blows up, it blows up, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy a new one. Yeah, I'll just buy a new one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that I was missed a- some good times. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the stuff I used to Where auger. Where would you say you augered the most at? What site? At Jackson, at our normal really? flight. Oh, that's the only place I used to really fly. <laughs> you know, between me and my, my other buddy, Pat, who augered everything into the ground, I mean... <laughs> Uh. Oh, it was fantastic. I mean, it was it was almost like a duel to the death every time we went <laughs> flying to see who was going to get the most spectacular crash or whose plane was going to blow up. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I've spent thousands. I probably don't tell my wife yeah. this, but I've spent <laughs> thousands of dollars buying and hopping and up airplane. And I'm freaking out blowing up my pipe. Yeah. <laughs> that's another thing we're going to do. Very soon, or that that thing is is going in the air and it is going to blow up. I don't know. I got to buy a twenty dollar firecracker. Then, well, then you get that. You buy your twenty dollar firecracker, David. If you did, you ever see that little video clip that Andre recorded uh, when he was down here and hanging out? We were flying. Did, uh, did you ever it, hear this? It story? wasn't the best video, but to live it and uh, know it in person. Was it the one where left, uh, left. I hate to read. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, left. so you know what we're talking about. That was the most funny, scary... I almost hit two houses. I mean, <laughs> we were laughing, crying, uh, nervous. I mean, it, Mike was ready to just probably poop his shorts. <laughs> I mean... I was yelling, help, and you guys were just doing your little toe session over there. And I'm like, oh, my story again for the listeners. All right. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know where to start. I so... 
We were doing a tiger. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Let me start. We were doing a glider tow or attempting to with the um, man. I'm losing it. Uh, the Tundra and the Cherokee Hall glider. Oh, correct. So in the meantime, Mike pulls out this ancient. How old is that plane, Mike? Probably five, six years old. Seven, I think it eight. was my second second plane I bought, maybe. And I don't. I think I don't third, even know third. really. I think it's we some got kind it of attack. And it's it's a, a Piper Cub. Yes. I don't even know what the brand is, honestly. Do you? Because Chad had one too. I think and it's, it's a Fly Zone. A Fly Zone. Anyway. Oh, that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's so you know what we're talking about, David. Yes. And Mike even said from day one this thing flew like crap. It could never just get it to fly good, and he's had all kinds of problems with it. So why he broke this? Th- he's got a million planes in his basement, a hundred flight test planes. What does Mike bring out? Is this J three Cub that flies like crap? And, he's, and he, he he warned everybody. He's like, guys, I'm telling you right now, plane. this is a devil plane. <laughs> it's not going to fly good. I'm going to have problems. We're like, yeah, okay, whatever. We were we were in. And what's funny is you launch me and you just walk away. Yeah. Like, he's good. And I'm like, I'm good. What? I'm like poor person all over the place. I am not good. And he just goes over to his tow session. I'm like, oh gee. Oh, so we're over there getting ready to tow, and out of the corner of the eye, Andre's like, hey, hey, I think Mike's in trouble. I go, what do you mean? He's over there going, guys, guys, I'm having a little trouble over here. I think I need some help. So, we're, And we're just standing there watching. I'm like, what are you going to do? Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm at the controls. I mean, I, I just needed I, some type of support, you know, I, anything. I probably should have ran over there. Yeah, at least you're like pacing something, over. And I'm like, dude, dude, Mike, you all right? No, no, man, I'm in trouble. In the meantime, this plane's up, down, oh, left, right, and he's oh. heading over towards Chad's house. You know, poor Chad's house. How many times has that thing been hit yeah, by plane? I thought for sure it was right? going to take one. So and Andre's yelling, left, Mike, left, and he's still going right, and he's going, no, your other left, Mike, your other left. <laughs> and I mean, this thing, and then it went over Chad's house, and over then, his front yard, across, across the, the road, road. and almost hit that and house. And then it almost went into the other house, and oh my God, at that point, I'm starting to sweat bullets. I thought for sure I was going to hit a window or something. And I mean, you're panicking. You can see the look on your face. You are panicking. I'm ghost white. Oh, I my know God. I had And you're like, all I want to do is get this plane down. It just got to And we're going left, left, up, no, down. And then we're and then uh, we're trying to oh, back off the throttle. You were like wide <laughs> open. And it, I was. And it I wide was. open, the only thing this plane wanted to do was go up and left. And we're like, cut like, the throttle, uh, Mike, cut right. the throttle. Yeah. And you're like, no, full throttle. <laughs> I'm going to get above these houses. Yeah. <laughs> my full Finally, finally he gets this thing around. We're like, Mike, just shut the throttle down. Just kill it. He shuts it down. He's trying to glide this thing in. And then here's my Tundra sitting in the middle of this giant open field at Chad's house. The only plane there. Here comes Mike aiming right for the Tundra. We're like, no, Mike, no, not the Tundra, not the Tundra. Uh, and he, oh, and it, he he got it down. And the it, tundra would have been perfect, though, as opposed to hitting the house. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to fix the tundra. I think. Oh my god. So anyway, he got it down. So I keep goofing around, Mike. So Mike, we're going to so take scared. this thing out. We're going to blow it up. I, we're just going to get rid of this plane. And you're you're like, nah, nah. I go. Well, what do you want to go? What are you going to do with this plane? You know, Put a bigger motor in it. Yeah, <laughs> that's good on the show. Maybe I should have you hop it up. That's oh. great. Need so more we, throttle. We got to find something to do with that plane. We're gonna, I told I you I will buy you another plane. It's not the plane. It was my modifications because I had to rebuild that whole fuselage. I bought a new one and just rebuild it. So I have all this energy into it. We'll fix that energy. <laughs> we'll turn it into kinetic energy right in the sky. Uh, 
Oh, we got to figure something to do with that. We're. I have a feeling it's going to get blown. It, up. I think just it too is too much encouragement. Yeah, there on your plate. yeah, and we can have a lot of fun with that. So maybe we'll I'm even. Talking, go ahead. Talking about fireworks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do another tank battle video. Oh, really? Yes. Ah. It was four years ago. I did the last one. Holy cow! I can't believe it's been that long. Now I wish I, know, I could right? get your hands on the firecrackers that I'm able to get now. Oh, you yeah, have a blast. Oh we can't even get um, like normal firecrackers. You um, can't buy that in Sweden. It's illegal. Oh, my gosh. You would have a heyday with what I got my hands on recently. These things oh, are yeah? so big, oh. I'm scared I'm to actually light scared one. because the I think it was the 5 or $10 one. He he lit it, and it shook the house and knocked the stuff off the windowsill. <laughs> Amer- America, baby. Yeah, America. Because <laughs> all the neighbors came out like, what was that? <laughs> So it's gonna be. I don't even know what. I don't even know what this from. I don't even know what a twenty dollar one will do. I'm not kidding. It might take the house off. Yeah, the where did you get these guys from? The van in the Walmart parking lot. Hey, buddy, come well, here. All I got I five, know, ten, and twenty dollar fire. All I know drivers. is I just have to say I got it from this guy that knows a guy that knows a guy. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I know about it. <laughs> Mike pulls these things out of his pocket and he goes, look what I got. I'm like, whoa, where did you, you can't buy those at a local fireworks no, they're, store. they're homemade dealies for sure. But Holy he's really cow. refined the right powders and like all this Let's work. Let's hope so. <laughs> like all this work to know what best bang for your buck. Oh my gosh. Really? It's a whole nother hobby, believe me, <laughs> out there that we're not in tune to. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, he I don't know if there's a forum page for that or not. But. <laughs> Do you have to sign a waiver or anything when you bought this? <laughs> no, I just have to say I, think I know those this people have a hard this. time typing on keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> Couple digits less. <laughs> They're using their nose. <laughs> uh, you wonder why the guy only had one arm when he sold it. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That's good stuff. I know they're not in pipes, so I thought, yeah. well, it's, it's legit if yeah. it's not in a pipe. All well, right. Some strap <laughs> in it. Maybe we'll wait. That little, that, that little uh, you know, uh, rice paper is just enough to keep you safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only thing that concerns me is the wick's only about three inches long. I don't think I can. Run, I don't think I can run far enough. We're, we're not going to hand launch. No. <laughs> Come on. A little remote lighter. Uh, what the, could go wrong? They're the yeah. gunpowder soaked wicks. They're really slow. Yeah, sure they are. <laughs> the show is completely disrailed. I know. Sorry. Also, sorry. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, while while we're at it, I might might as well tell a old story about fireworks. Okay. Uh, we were kids, and back then, oh my gosh, fireworks were awesome. You mm, they still are. <laughs> Don't stuff. kid anyone. They're still awesome. <laughs> yeah, everything is. Uh, but back then, you could buy like anything. They had huge rockets and everything. So my friend's dad had this massive rocket the absolutely biggest one you can buy and we we're like oh can we can we fire that he's like yeah just walk out really far out of the field put it in light it and then just run okay <laughs> <laughs> we're like heck yeah okay. oh yeah heck we're on it we're on it <laughs> we're, on. We're, uh, we're three people walking out and we walked really far as we 
uh, walked into this little, there were some trees there. There was like, we walked over the whole field and put it like, stuck it down. We wanted it really to like not fall over. Exactly, <laughs> especially in your direction. It. It just, yeah, we got it in there good. Light it and we just stand there like, and just sits there on the stick. Just, <laughs> and we're like, oh, God. <laughs> Like, and it's, the snow is so deep you can't hardly run. Like, oh my god, we're gonna die! And it's just, boom! And it's like just the whole thing just lights up, and there's little things flying everywhere. And I got one in my mouth, and oh. just throwing themselves. And it's like, oh my gosh, it was like a little war. Oh, oh my gosh, it was so awesome. Awesome. It's like a grenade no landed right in front of them while uh, they're watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Dad's like, ah, didn't go to the plan, did it? Uh, you know, there's a, uh, there's a, again, we're off topic, I know, yeah, but one know. of the funniest videos, firework wise, was a, uh, was a group of guys or fan, whatever, it was 4th of July, and they had the Roman candles stuck down in the ground. They, were, they lit them and started going off, and the little wiener dog runs out there and grabs a hold of him. Have you seen that? He grabs a hold of him, he's running back to his owner, like, look, Dad, what do I got? And he, boom, boom, everybody's scattered. <laughs> this poor little wiener dog just, his head, yeah, like, he's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> He's just firing off these Roman candles everywhere, looking for his owner. Hey, where'd you go? Where'd There's nothing go? better than random fireworks <laughs> yeah. thrown your way. Oh my gosh! Uh, like war horses, like yeah. war painters. Yeah. Poor little Everybody dog. He just thought deck. he had got him something great for his for his owner. Look what I got! I got you. the stick. Yeah, I got I the stick. <laughs> They're like, oh no! Uh, I didn't see that one. You're gonna have to share that one with me. Oh, it's funny. Oh, oh man. Well, anyway, we were talking about we were originally talking about the the video you're working on. You're doing a new tank video. Yes. Now, oh yeah. Uh, yes. So are, yeah, are, I got the fireworks and everything. Uh, I have a um, a metal all metal like tank ish thing. Uh huh. I can't remember. It's inspired by that. Uh, what do you call saw? The saw something. There's an uh, There's a full size tank inspired car-ish thing. Ripsaw. That's it. If someone Googles that, it's an awesome thing. What is it? I'm going to Google it. Ripsaw. Ripsaw. Okay. Go ahead. Um, So it's inspired by that. So it's it's an RC tank-ish thing that's actually made to go fast and not break because the tiny ones that Mm -hmm. I used last time or like those ones, Mm -hmm. they're plastic and they... They, they're not made to run, like, outside. So that's the reason why we blew one up, because it was mm, starting to malfunction like crazy. So we're like, ah, we have to blow it up for the end. Um, but, yeah, so I got that one. We got the old one from the original one. So uh-huh. that's going to be those two main characters that are the good guys. And then we have the uh, Traxxas Summit. That's gonna be the bad guy. Oh, you that you still have the summit? Yeah, heck yeah. I, fl- uh, I drive that FPV uh, around the house and into the woods. It's awesome. So I have a long range system. I mm-hmm. sit upstairs and I drive uh, on the other side of the, the road. There's a big wood and there's these uh, trails there. Uh-huh. So I drive around and it feels like everything's so <clears throat> big. So you do crawling and everything is huge obstacles and yep. it's, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. 
Till you flip so over. For anybody, if anybody wants to know what the Ripsaw looks like, if you've ever seen the second G.I. Joe movie, it's one of the tanks in that movie for visual reference. I I think uh, I'd have to dig into this. I ain't going to do it right now. But there used to be a TV show on Discovery. These two guys, and I don't know if they were out like out of Michigan or something. I think this is their design that they were trying to come up with for the military, and it was on a TV show. Ooh, yeah. I'm pretty that sure. I'm pretty sure. But I'm looking at the images here, and I, if I remember correctly, that's uh, what that thing was designed for. What they were trying to get a contract High with the military. Of- yeah. I speed it's crazy. <laughs> it yeah, is so crazy. Yeah. yeah. It is cool. Uh, now, yeah, are you, it's really cool. Are you going to incorporate your slow motion camera at all for things? Oh, yes. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, there were some comments here looking for sl- more slow-mo stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I shot some, some stuff while I was in Italy as well. So I got some welding in slow motion. That was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Nice. Um, and some other stuff, some fire and like random stuff but yes it's gonna be in the um, like i already have some scenes um like i usually do a storyboard Mm -hmm. move things around but i got some of the slow motion stuff uh down already like the cornerstones that's gonna be so cool oh so if you you haven't started any of it though so you're just getting uh blocked no i have every i have the fireworks and i have Everything I haven't started recording because mm-hmm. as soon as we start record, yeah, it's going to be a two day, two full days of recording. Wow, probably. and um, a lot of so editing. I, <laughs> I, yeah, um, it's probably going to end up being a forty hour edit. Wow, wow, holy uh, moly! But yeah, shooting for two days because we don't want the weather to change. So everything, every single thing has to be prepped and done before we go out. Mm-hmm. We can't really like you have to fix things on site, but try to be as efficient as possible because the weather can change so fast. Right. Like yeah, you know, yeah, we can start out and drive around on the on the ground and have some nice snowy patches, mm-hmm. and the next day you have five feet of snow. Like that's not gonna work. So no. hopefully we get that done, and I have uh, I have some friends that are gonna help out. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait! That sounds awesome. Someone posted yeah. it was the Black Ops Brothers. That like could the, be. The, the, I can't remember. It was probably a couple years ago, maybe two, three years ago. Yeah, there was a TV show. Um, yeah, they were brothers. That's That sounds about right. But yeah, yeah. Hmm. All right, man, we're coming up on two hours. I haven't even really dug into the stuff I wanted to talk about, which is fine. We can, <laughs> we can hit you next time, but... <laughs> Two things when I am on. Uh, no, it's I, I no, love it. would say it's it, no, it's a great show. Yeah, <laughs> um, lots of squirrels. Yeah, one thing I wanted since we've been kind of on the goofy stuff here, and I think Andre is the first person that sent it to me, and then I got in, in dated with it. Is and I don't know if anybody seriously is doing this, and if they are, I, I don't know what to say. But over the holidays, Mike. Somebody came out with um, drone sweaters. Where actually you're taking... Have you seen this, David? No. Just Google drone sweaters and you will look at this and go, what? (laughs) So Andre sent me this link and I thought it was kind of a joke. And then I dug in, you know, after I got more uh, emails and text messages and stuff about this, I was looking into it a little bit. (laughs) You see it? 
So somebody actually is making drone sweaters. And here's a picture of one if you want to see it. It's a, it's a, like a, it's literally a, a sweater for yeah. <laughs> a little cardigan for your Phantom. I it mean, looks so cute. <laughs> and they're like $180 for a drone oh, sweater. Wow. That's a steal. Now, <laughs> I, for I, them. It keeps it warm, so the flight time might be longer. And I think that was kind of their half joking around. It's like, you know, when your batteries are cold, you put your sweater on your drone and, you know. But my thing is, if you pay that kind of money and put a sweater on your drone, I'm pulling your man card, buddy. I, you know what I mean? I just... At least uh, it wasn't a Christmas sweater there. Yeah. Now, that was something probably my wife would buy me for my drone. Look, honey, I got you a drone sweater. What do you think? Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. $139. Yeah. That's a battery. I mean, I don't, I don't this know. This is the best idea since cereal. <laughs> the only thing I could think of, if something... If you had something like this and you added on to it for a Halloween thing, maybe. You know what I mean? Because it does kind of cover Sweaters aren't lightweight. No. 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 And, and what if it gets damp? Then all of a sudden uh, you've got this, uh, this material wing. Oh, yeah. That'd be funny, though. Or, I mean, it's a great gig. I wonder how many people actually ended up with a $200. I'm curious if somebody really bought a sweater for their drone. And then just think if you got a little bit of thread started coming loose uh, and got wound up in the props. prop and the motor, yeah. and that thing just starts unspooling. You see it unwrap, and yeah. the sweater's disappearing. <laughs> yeah. Like from the cartoons. <laughs> then your motor stops. This isn't good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, wow. that's amazing. Yeah, I had to throw that out there because I seen it. I was like, are you serious? Really? A drone sweater? Wow. All right. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about a little bit because it's still in the news. It's still kind of relevant, but nobody really seems to know what's going on is the GoPro Karma. Yeah. yeah. And the crazy thing was um, I know Alex Edit had one for a while, and I th- didn't he, Andre, he ended up finally sending it back. I know he was on the yep. fence for a while. He was like, eh, I think I might just keep it, maybe fly it a little bit. And, of course, if, if anybody doesn't know, and I'm sure most people in, in and around knows, but they had a huge recall on all of them, not like a certain batch or whatever, but all of them got recalled. And we thought, okay, we'll see what happens. And... What really kind of sparked my interest a little bit was uh, there's a video out there, and if you do a Google search, I'm sure you can find it. I, I'm not going to pull it up or whatever, but there was a couple who's been traveling around in an RV around the country who was all excited and bought a GoPro Karma. And mm-hmm. since they were traveling around and they're out and about, they knew they heard about the recall, but they were out in the middle of nowhere. Sometimes they didn't even have cell phone service, and they're like, you know what? We're just going to continue to use it. Everything seems fine. We're good. When we get to an area where we can, we'll probably end up sending it back. So they continued to use it. They were posting videos on on YouTube, and some of the footage looked really good, and everything was going fine. They haven't had any issues. Well, they got to a spot, I believe, where they had some internet service or whatever. And I can't remember, Andre, off the top of my head, if it was where – they linked it up to the computer to do an update or something or something was yep. going on. And when they did that, Mike, it shut down. They physically shut down the whole quadcopter. Oh. Yeah, I heard Very about similar this. similar to the, uh, the, uh, the phones, right? Yeah. The, the whole yeah, same Galaxy. thing. They did a firmware yeah. shut. Yeah. Yeah. Locked it out. Samsung. Wow. So 
it basically the GoPro cameras are done. I mean, shut down. Yeah. So at that wow. point, there was a lot of speculation uh, going around where they're done. You know, the Go GoPro cameras. Well, what was happening was. I think right around that time I seen a post or they put out something like, hey, I think we got it fixed. We're going to start selling them, blah, blah, blah. Everything's good. And that could be just them hyping up the media a little bit to, to keep everybody on board and you know keep them around and relevant and everything else. Well, then we started seeing things like you know, their numbers are way down. Uh, GoPro now has a class action lawsuit against them where they're, I think the investors are kind of suing them. Things look really bad for GoPro. Um, I thought they're done. The whole company possibly could be done. I don't know. But yet, uh, I know they're still sponsoring some things. They're still sponsoring the KTM uh, motocross team, you know, which is quite a bit of chunk of change. So I don't really know what's going on with GoPro or what they're doing. And then just recently, um, I seen that they set out that the GoPro Karma is back out and they think it's going to be coming out. Let me see if I can find this story real quick. But they think it's coming back out. Really? Yeah, so I I don't know. I don't know what to think about it or what 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 they're what's going to happen. Now, the thing is, do you think their loyal, you know, people are still going to, you know, even after I know they got reimbursed and everything, do you think they're going to stick with them? and continue this some but not as many uh here's a little article let's see gopro gopro's recalled karma drone to relaunch in 2017 so the information uh varies we're right where they told us back in december that gopro was trying again with karma quite how much trust the fickle drone market has in the um, product cannot be judged the technically superior dji mavic is beginning to arrive in numbers now. GoPro has perhaps missed the boat. Christmas is the most important drone sales window. Mavic has a better camera than the GoPro 5, has detect sensors all around the void, and the price drop on the GoPro may... Tr- and if they do a price drop, they may uh, have another go at it. It might push DJI to bring out the Phantom 5 and slash the cost of the Phantom 4 Pro, which is a much better machine than the Karma ever was, giving DJI notice of your inventions must be a commercial suicide and they have to react so i don't know and then if what i thought was funny is still to this day david there are um best buys out there now selling 3dr solos at 299 (laughs) oh really yes wow man so i don't know that's i don't know what they're gonna do if I, I think at this point that they're it's pretty much done. I really do. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's yeah, a shame for them. It does because honestly, I've said it a million times. The more stuff we can get out there, you know, for competition, the better it is. It just grows. But at this point, and I hate to be on the DJI bandwagon, but at this, I don't see anybody just. They're so far ahead on everything that these companies just can't catch up or keep up with them i don't know who's gonna step in to give dji a run for their money they they've just overwhelmed the market you know yeah i don't know if they started selling action cameras yeah that would be bad for gopro yeah i agree and i think gopro really needs to step back 
forget the drone thing for a little while and concentrate on their cameras. Because at one time, the GoPro cameras were just phenomenal and nothing out there compared to them. And I think they kind of lost. They got so big and so far ahead and were making all this money. I think they really kind of lost the concept yeah. of you know what they yeah. what they had because now there's all these other companies that are making the GoPro knockoffs that are almost as good for half the cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So and I don't yep. want to I don't want to see him you know go under. I really would like to have him around, but I think they just need to refocus their uh, you know what they're doing. So we'll see. Yep. I don't know. Um, oh, this was kind of funny. If anybody doesn't follow. Uh, S-U-A-S News. It's a pretty good website. I mean, they post a lot of good information. Some of it is way beyond what I want to read, but for all the local drone stuff or quadcopter stuff, it's a really good website. And I get a lot of my information on there. But they posted a couple days ago, and I had to laugh about this. Is And we haven't heard it, Mike, for a little while, is uh, another big jetliner got hit by a drone. And it had a picture of the plane there. And the whole kind of side of the nose cone was smashed in and looking at the picture and again we're at that point where there's no proof no evidence nothing you know it's basically they were looking for clickbait i think and looking at the picture i was like there's no probably way that uh, a small you know unless it was this giant military grade type of drone hit this aircraft and did this kind of damage and it was funny as they were they were saying like you know what this is just clickbait and about three days at one o'clock in the morning, they're going to retract their statement and put out s- some story about Kim Kardashian's butt. And nobody, everybody will forget about it. <laughs> so, I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, let's see, what else can we? Oh, I got a question for you guys. Um, we're coming into the new year. A lot of products are going to be coming out. Uh, we're in that little lag period, you know, after the holidays, not a lot of new stuff. We're kind of waiting for springtime and all the um, RC shows and everything. But surprisingly, Horizon did throw out a bunch of new products. But I'm curious to you guys, like I remember back in the day we were talking about Warbirds and all that stuff, Mike. is One of my favorite uh, Warbirds is either the BF-109 or the, um, the Falkwolf. And I love those airplanes. But... Are you guys like me? Yeah, family tree. That's funny. Does a paint scheme make it or break it for you guys when it comes to an airframe or an airplane? Yes. It does. Now, see, I'm I'm the same way. Um, You know, Horizon come out with a few planes. The paint schemes I just absolutely loved. And, I mean, that plane could fly like your J3 Cub, Mike. Oh, but, gosh. But I would, never, I would never get rid of it because I love the looks of it. You know what I mean? I just don't want to get rid of it. And, you know, uh, Hobby King's coming out, Andre, with that new BF-109. And I'm a huge yep. fan of the BF-109. But right now, I'm on the fence because it, it's, it's not out yet. I don't think they've finalized the the paint scheme, but the one they've been showing in the videos, eh, I'm not a huge fan of it. It's okay, but that could be the tipping point for me if i like, yeah, I'm going for it, or eh, maybe not. And I wonder how many yeah. other people out there, you know, when they see, even though it might be one of your favorite planes or whatever, does, does that affect you, the paint scheme? Because, like, take, for instance, the timber. Remember when the timber come out, Mike? We looked at that and looked at that and like, man, that thing's ugly. Like in the pictures and the videos, too plain Jane. Yeah, we were like, ah man, this thing. 
But when you saw it real life, for some in, reason it yes, had an appeal in real that I, life, you could not get yeah, in the pictures. It was completely different. It was weird. Yeah. That one was weird, I right. thought. And same way with a lot of the FMF warbirds. And I think the tundra is a beautiful picture and in real life. Yes. And I'm not, I hate green, but right. I love the looks of that. I really do. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and just kind of like the, uh, when the, the Sukhoi uh, first come out, the green Sukhoi from Horizon, me and you, we loved it. We're like, man, this thing's pretty. It's beautiful. And plus it flies good. And Andre, he was on the other side. He's like, I don't really like the green. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind it's, of, it's. It's interesting to see where they go with their paint schemes. I, I, I've got a feeling a lot of times they go. Everybody goes with the safe uh, route. You know, let's take a let's take a a known war scheme and we go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every once in a while they'll do a, an odd scheme, and you're like, why would they have done that? It's so you know. So it's yeah. I I, I would hate to be the guy who's at the line, go you know the artist who's coming up with the idea, going, we're going with this way, and you know because it. it, it it can be so hit and miss. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, even back in the day, FMS, when they were really starting to pump out their big warbirds, I mean, some of their paint schemes they had on them were just awesome. They were kind of off the cuff, just different. Like hot pink? Well, you know what? Their, their BF-109 back in the day oh, had this geez. crazy camo paint scheme on it, you know, in the... The German airplanes, some of the, their paint schemes back in the day were. That's why I kind of like mm-hmm. them because they were just crazy and off the wall. And one of the FMF planes, the 109, they did was just crazy, just bright camo paint job with these bright, you know, uh, emblems and stickers all over them with the spiral nose cone. And I mean, it was just when you see it, you're like, it popped, and you're like, wow. You know, where some of them, even though it's a, you love a P-47, you just don't want the same old plain Jane, you know, silver, a couple uh, stripes on the bottom. You know, it's like, eh, big deal, you know. So I just like to see something, see these companies do a little, More something different. Stuff, huh? Yeah, or some off-the-wall. Um, uh, zebra pattern? Yeah, I wouldn't say <laughs> zebra <laughs> pattern, but... Get, get a... Get, Get a flock of them. <laughs> Where to go? Yeah. I'm in the herd. It's a real tree camo plane. How about that, Mike? You come down low and well, disappear. I do the zebra pattern. Oh, yeah. You can't pick one out. The predators yeah. can't pick one be, out. Be like the dress. Is that blue or gold? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to do some kind of test. We'll get some kind of plane. I mean, a flight test plane. We'll do different patterns and do some camo. Can we do a, a camo? pattern or something on it fly and see what happens see if it's as bad as it is in you know on in the air as it is on the ground i don't know something to think about all right um i got lots more to talk about but i'll be honest my throat is killing me it's like my sore throat i think i'm losing my voice but we've been two hours over two hours i think it was fun we had a good time lots of laughs my stomach hurts Uh, but that was fun. I, I really enjoyed it. I never it. laughed too much. No, so. I know. you no, usually no, the one never. that makes me laugh. Or you get me uh, going, I can't stop. They said they need to do a drinking game every time. Or a workout People session would die. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> People would die. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend using uh, the hard stuff. Maybe just yeah, beer. Yeah. Or water. <laughs> water. <laughs> you probably drink too much water and drunk on water. Yeah. <laughs> With me laughing. Oh, man. But, hey, guys, that was fun. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention real quick uh, – 
brand new 2017 where we, we want to do more stuff. We have a few things in the works, hopefully down the uh, line that we want to do and work on. But I just would like to know from you guys, if there's things you want us to do or change or ideas or, or whatever, please let me know. Let me know. Hit me up at uh, Chris at flighttest.com. My big question I have for everybody, and, and I wanted to mention this because David's on the line, is when we first started and got going, uh, we did a couple shows on blog talk radio. And what was cool about that, and my whole concept initially when I wanted to get in to do this was talk to our audience and our fans and get them involved, and that was fun. But I'm realizing now the equipment we need for a real like radio show with call-ins is it's ridiculously expensive. expensive. I mean ridiculously. So my question for you guys out there listening, what do you think? Uh, I actually still have the blog talk radio account. We could open it back up now that I have a little more knowledge with computers and equipment and everything. We may try that again. If you remember, David, uh, the one time it, it was rather entertaining because we didn't know what to get into. We, the second we went live and fired that thing up, the phone lines lit up. We had like 200 people like trying to call in from all over the world. We just looked at each other and go, what do we do now? It, we, we, we were overwhelmed. We didn't know what to do. We actually needed somebody else to like run the the phones, and we, uh, it was kind of a disaster. But it was it was fun. So yeah. yeah, it was it was entertaining, and we and we were talking to people from Australia, Norway, America, can't I mean all over the place, and it was fun. I like to interact. You yeah. know, if we have a, you know, I like it, it too. Yeah. I like it. So I, I would definitely like to try that again. But if if that's something you guys don't want to do, we're we're not going to do it. If you think it is, let me know. Um, but that was, you know, we'll see how it Even goes. Even if we fumble, it'll be good. Yeah, it would probably take us. I, I think I was talking. The reason I'm bringing this up, I had a friend of mine over, and we were talking about the podcast, and he listens a little bit and everything. And he actually used to use Blog Talk Radio. And from his knowledge, I guess it's gotten a little bit better. Okay. So maybe things will run a little bit smoothly, smoother. and we'll see how it goes. But what do you think, Andre? It would be something maybe uh, we'll try down oh, the road. Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. that would be hilarious to just you know get in and talk to uh, and answer, do Q&As and just talk to other people around the world. I mean, that's uh, that's half of why we, you know, what we do and the, and the fun and the attraction to, to the interaction, right? So, right, right. So yes. uh, we'll see what happens. On that note, what do you say, Mike? Are we done? Yeah. Get out of here? All right. Thanks, guys, for joining us. We were back on Periscope today. We didn't have anything on. No, the I didn't have anything him. on TV, but not yeah. a big deal. Um, I don't know what's going on with YouTube. Every time we try something to, to it, it quits. It like doesn't work right. They haven't quite figured it out. I don't understand it. Is there a time limit on I, the streaming of it or something? I don't know. I've tried two <laughs> different apps. I, I have to give it up to Periscope. We run it. It goes flawless. Works. We don't have any problems. It works. So we're going to stick with it. Yeah. So if you can get Periscope, get it. We'll keep doing it. I, it's great to put it up and whatever. But thanks to our listeners. I mean, without yes, you, guys, you guys, we, we can't do this. We wouldn't do this. I, I just, you know, 2016 was a lot of fun. So we'll see where it takes us in 2017. Uh, hang in there with us. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and all that social media stuff. If you're really bored, go check out Andre. He's uh, <laughs> lots of entertainment. <laughs> 
Nice. Well, active lately, yes. <laughs> I'm going to go, yeah, support little Dalmatians, yeah. <laughs> he will, I guarantee you, you will not be bored and uh, run out of content. So, But we love you, Andre. I'm just picking yeah, on you. I know, I know. So, I just have a hard time relating with the stuff that I see is the only thing. Well, when we get you a 3D printer, then you will uh, you'll, you'll see. I, I got yeah. too many other hey. things to buy before that. <laughs> I do want to put in one quick, quick point. Yes. We have to uh, wish a huge congratulations uh, to uh, J- um, Austin, Austin and Anna Fury. Yep. Uh, on the 5th of uh, January, they welcomed their second daughter into their family. Uh, what's her name? Alta. Alta. So, That's you know, a cool huge name. congratulations yes, to the congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, Austin and Anna. Hope everything's uh, good. And uh, now he's got two to handle, oh, two boy. girls. Sorry. <laughs> two girls. I apologize in advance. I hear that's worse than boys, if I, you can believe it. I've heard. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I got two boys. so. And, uh, David, thanks for finally coming on, hanging out. I definitely want to get you on more, and I know you've been busy and everything. Yes, and it was great to hear from you. We'll uh, work like on that? our communication here <laughs> to get hold of each other. Do you but. guys have WhatsApp? No, we but um, as soon as we get off here, I'll talk to you a little bit. I got a couple other apps. I'll see what, what works best for us, and we'll, we'll go from there. So, all right, guys, we're out of here. Right. Okay, thanks for joining us. Garage Man just quit. I caught it because we're over our two hours. Two hours and 15 minutes is the it limit. Has a, it, it that's has it. Enough. Two hours and it's done. done. We restart it, so we're out of here before it stops again. Thanks again. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Lots more to talk about. See you later. See you, guys. Bye. Bye.